All right. What's up, guys? Uh, this is my wife, Victoria Martin. Excuse me, sir. Victoria Dehart now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. That's true. Uh, Victoria Dehart. Uh, I have been knowing this person for about nine years now, and we've been married for a year. And uh, we're here to talk about like our most recent Colorado trip, which was amazing. Absolutely amazing. I don't think we wanted to leave, but we didn't really have much of a choice, you know. Wish it was just that easy just to pack everybody up and bring them up to Colorado because I don't miss anything from Louisiana besides our cats and our people. It's pretty much it. I could go without crawfish. I could go without Mardi Gras. I could go without seafood. Yeah. 100% in the same boat right over here. Um, I think, though, I would, even despite most of those things, I would move over there probably, like, right now. Yeah, I mean, you got to think about it. My family up there, they get crawfish shipped up there because they have a guy um, that goes up to Colorado on, like, monthly just to deliver crawfish to people who enjoy it just as much as we do. So we just got to make sure we, we make bank so we can just have crawfish delivered up there whenever we want it. And then we're set for life, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't really fuck with crawfish, but so I don't really care. I'll um, I'll eat uh, omelets like every day or something like that. Speaking of that, we've never had a, a Denver omelet while we were there yet. I wonder if it's any different from like an omelet that fucking IHOP makes. Because that's, that's like a their spe- dish. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's like their specialty or something. There's like a. Uh, it's like their good dish is a Denver omelet. It's like what the people get. I did not know that. Uh-huh. Hmm. You know what else? What? I recently discovered that one of their favorite, like one of your favorites, is the root beer float. And that was actually invented in Colorado. Hmm. Really? Really now? Yeah. They actually called it the Black Cow. And it was renamed, also known as the root beer float. Hmm. I don't know why it's called the Black Cow. Don't ask. I don't know. You got me. I didn't even know that until you just said that. The I just know that I don't really understand. Like most of the things that keep, as you and I both know, most of the things that keep people out of Colorado is like the expenses of it. Yeah, it's extremely expensive to live in. I mean, we talked to your uncle about it, and you know, other family members that live up there. But it is also one of the best places to own a small business in, just because the amount of people that live there. Because I think. It's around like 5 million people that live in Colorado. So small businesses run very well up there. You just have to have money. If you have money, Colorado is the place to go. If you don't want to be in like urban areas, you know, besides like Denver, um, if you want to live in the country, pretty much Colorado is it. Because, you know, we, we pass by houses all the time in the mountains and if you notice they don't have neighbors now it takes about a day or two to get to their house but they're up there and i'm pretty sure it's an amazing view every day when you wake up and you have cheyenne mountain and pikes peak right at your face every day yeah that's the thing like i'm not gonna lie like whenever i'm there i know it's because like you're on vacation and you don't have anything to worry about because you're on vacation so there's that but when I'm up there, I'm there at that place, I just feel completely different. Like, it gives me a different feeling. It's weird there. because people will put humidifiers in their house to help them breathe. I actually, there was a TV show I watched not long ago, 
the, it was a uh, it was mansions. It was like you know check out my crib kind of thing. And this guy had a legit waterfall in his house to bring in humidity into his home to help them breathe. And I was like, if you want humidity, I mean, just come down here. You know, you'll have as much as you want. Yeah, and then you're gonna come down here and you're gonna hate it instantly. You're right. Be like, what the hell was I thinking? Right. And I think it's because we're so used to it, and. You know, we're taught we're always getting sticky and sweaty. I mean, just yesterday we went from 26 percent humidity in Denver to 99 percent in our hometown. We literally got slapped in the face the moment we stepped out of the airport. Yeah. And then we were with fucking Tiffany and she was like, oh, my God, I love it. Yes. She's a liar. I don't care. (laughs) She don't love it. I mean, she's trying to boast. You got to think about it. When we came home, both of our vehicles broke down, too. And she's sitting on the ground. You could tell she looks sticky. She looks uncomfortable. Yeah. You could definitely tell she does not want to be there. I mean, she's probably bummed out that her truck is broken too. But no one wants to sit there and work on a vehicle in sticky, wet, cold weather. Nope, because the look the look that she was giving, she never had that look once in Colorado. Nope. nope. She had a complete smile across her face majority of the time in Colorado. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. You just, you like whenever we were in the airport and we walked outside it's so weird like if you haven't if you haven't been to Colorado if you are you if you haven't been to somewhere else that ha- doesn't have humidity then you won't really know like the absolute crazy difference that it is but it's a lot harder it's not like say harder to breathe if you're a relatively healthy person like me and Victoria but like you um you'll lose your like you'll lose your breath quicker. Right. And like when mom went up to visit in Colorado, like I think it was the second time I went, the first time y'all went, she caught major headaches and that's because she was a smoker then. So if you're a major, you know, cigarette smoker, I'm not too sure about weed, but if you're a major cigarette smoker, your, your lungs are not as strong, obviously. So you're going to catch headaches and nausea and even some people even get nosebleeds. I mean, Little Preston had nosebleeds nonstop, and he was born in Colorado. You know, and he still gets them here and there. So I think, I think the uh, headaches and shit like that. I think that's just something that will happen to you until you get like in shape, probably. You know, that's like, and also you got to think that's may not even be like the air quality. It's also like the altitude too, Mm -hmm. because you got to think like your mom, for example, she's been living in Louisiana her entire life. So if you go from being in like what. I don't know, 14 feet above sea level, and then you go from 14 feet sea level, sea level to 6,000. Yeah, I mean, at one point, we were at 7,400. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, what is that doing to your body? That's that's a pretty big difference there. So it can be a shock if you're not in shape. But I think, uh, like, whenever we, went to, whenever we went to the jiu-jitsu gym and I was rolling and stuff, I, my first couple rolls, I was, like, dead tired. But I started to actually recuperate quicker. And it started to get used to it a lot quicker. It was weird. Like, right. And like, have you noticed you and Tiffany were rolling and you didn't start sweating until like an hour in because you don't really sweat up there unless you're doing nope. like major, major workout. Nope. I mean, when we were hiking um, back in, I think it was March of last year, not one of us broke a sweat. We were tired. And it was a spring. It was a summer. I think it was a spring. It was a spring. It was a spring. No sweat. Not one sweat. None. And we were exhausted. Don't get me wrong. Me and you, me and Destiny, we were, we were ready to take a nap in the middle of the mountain. But none of us sweat once. No, it's a, it's a crazy phenomenon. There's mm-hmm. no, you don't sweat, but you get tired, 
and there's no mosquitoes, no gnats, like almost like there's like no spiders, no right. snakes really either, unless you go like like probably maybe, towards the rivers. Maybe like down south Colorado, maybe. There's mm. probably some snakes, some dangerous snakes down there. But where we are, we stay in Colorado Springs. You know, there's not really anything you gotta worry about out there. You know, there's I mean you have deer, but the deer up there is not like the deer down here. Because the first time I went, um, you didn't come. I went with my nanny to go find a home. So you've been to Colorado four times, right? Yeah. And I've been three. Right. I feel fucking gypped. I got to go without you now. <laughs> well, um, I don't know why you couldn't come. But my nanny was I mean, going to find a like, home. We're talking like 2013, something like that. So who knows? Right. And well, we stayed in a cabin and we walk out and there's this herd of deer. I realize it's the springtime because, again, the first time I went was in the spring and they had velvet on their horns. And about four of them came up to me and I put my hand out and they like licked my hands thinking I have food in my hands and they let me touch the velvet on their horns. Now, that's normally not a big deal because majority of the people that touch velvet on the horns are people who kill the animal. You know, it's not every day a live animal lets you touch their horns. Yeah. And, you know, I wasn't a threat to them. So they came up. They were like, oh, well, maybe this, this chick got food or something. And they, they, like, surrounded me. And they actually started chasing me. Like, I went to walk away and they were following me. Kind of freaked me out a little bit. So I had to go find them some food. Yeah, I think it has. I think they're... I know, like, over here in Louisiana, like, we fucking hunt and, like, down everything, like, savages. But, and over there, I don't think they do that as much. I think it's actually probably illegal to kill. They have a seasonal thing, but only certain lands. So, like, the cabin area, you're not allowed to hunt in the woods near the cabin area. Because first, people go there year-round. People have children. You can't have guns around such a, a civil campground like that. So, maybe that's why those deer stay there, because they know they're safe. You know they they learn the ways, but you can hunt. Yeah, I think another. I think I think another um, reason for the friendly animals is because I think if I, I don't know this for sure, I don't know the statistics of it for sure, but I'm pretty sure, like if you take Louisiana and then you take Colorado, I'm pretty sure a lot of Colorado is like uninhabited, like just like wilderness, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there's like every now and then there's a big city or like a small city of people, and besides that, it's just nothing but wilderness. So. Their animals are probably, um, like, I don't know, like, they experience people a lot less. So maybe they're not as, like, afraid of people. They're not, like, intimidated by people because they haven't seen what people can, like, really do. But here in Louisiana, like, people, I think the animals know because there's less wilderness. They come in contact with people more. So they're like, fuck those, like, fuck those guys. They're dangerous. Right. Well, I think up there, it could be that, or it could be the other way around. It could be they passed around so many humans, and they're just like, oh, it's just another human. They're not going to hurt me, because maybe native uh, Coloradans? I don't know what to call them. Natives in Colorado? Coloradians. Coloradians. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they just be like, oh, it's just another deer. Let's take a picture and then move on, you know? They... You know, you heard Brittany the whole time. Look out for deer every time we're on the road. They're very cautious about their surroundings on the road because deer casually just pop on in and they have signs everywhere, you know, cautious of deers. So the people there are very, very uh, considerate to our wildlife. So, you know, if you come to Louisiana, you know, they probably have a gun in the back of their truck. They're like, oh, let's shoot this deer. We're going to bring it home. 
But Colorado, they're just like, okay, let's try to hit the deer and move on with our life. Yeah, let's experience the beauty that is this animal and not slit its throat. Right. You let's know? not kill it and bring it home for dinner. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. Whenever I see a deer in Colorado, that's probably that's one of the first things I think about. Like, I think about, oh, man, let's kill this motherfucker. Like, that would be some good meat. But then, um, but then my Colorado brain kicks in and I'm like, oh, but it's so beautiful. Like, <laughs> whenever I see somebody, I and a lot of other people... Well, I don't know a lot of other people, but I don't really have very much respect for like Louisiana very much. <laughs> and they don't really do anything to gain my respect. Anybody that pays attention to politics and what really goes on here and the taxes and all that shit. Anyway, if somebody litters in Louisiana, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Go ahead, litter. I don't give a, this, this, is, this is shit. This is garbage. This, this shouldn't even be considered a state next to Colorado. I'm sorry. But if I see somebody littering in Colorado, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I literally almost want to say something. I mean, yeah, there was a couple of times we went hiking and they had beer bottles on the ground in the middle of the mountains. I was like, this land is so beautiful. I mean, I don't litter in Louisiana either, but it kind of breaks my heart a little bit more to see the, the mountain littered because, you know, just like Tiffany said, they look like Disney World rocks. It doesn't yep. look real. Yep. Yeah, It doesn't look real. It literally does not look real, especially if you're looking at it from Colorado Springs and you just see the Rocky Mountains from that far. Right. It looks fake as fuck. And then you get there and you're like, I don't know how to explain. It's weird because she's been here for She's been there four times. I've been there three. And uh, well, I was, I was talking to Lenny about it, which if you guys don't know, he, like that's one of our family members that lives in Colorado. I asked him on the way to, I forget where we was going. I asked him, I was like, how long does it take for you to like. Sanatoa. That's where y'all were going. How long does it take for you to get used to like the mountains and the scenery and everything like that? And he was like, he said, eh, about three years. And then in my head, I was like, there's no fucking way. And then I asked Trevor that same that same and question. He's been there for ten years. And, and he's he been said, there for ten years. And he was like, there's no, I, I never. He said, I appreciate it more and more every day. Right. And like when we went on sixteenth Mall Street in Denver, he said that was the first time he ever seen such like thick snowfall on. In, in Denver before. I know isn't that crazy and he was like even stunned and he's been there for 10 plus years so you gotta think about it Colorado never disappoints you it's no. always got something new no yeah and it's crazy that like you said like that was a heavy snowstorm that was very unorthodox and we just so happened <laughs> to be there at that time frame in Denver in the city yeah and it's the first snowfall we ever really witnessed yep first snowfall with, we ever witnessed yeah. and it was like like a once in a lifetime Colorado fucking one right and the snow like i mean it snowed in louisiana before but our snow was very wet and we only got maybe what two inches yeah something you know and even though it was beautiful to see like the snow you know the white blankets on everyone's roofs and all that it wasn't anything compared to what we've seen on 16th mall street and like you know natives see this on a regular basis and they're like oh it's just snow half of the time it's a pain in the butt but for someone who doesn't get that on a daily, it was it was unreal. You I, know? I like the fact that like because a lot of a lot of people that are from there, they're like, you know, it, it, they don't like the snow because they, they deal with it and it can be annoying. Right. But I like the fact that it doesn't stick around for very long. Right. I mean, it'll stick for maybe two to three days this snowfall. But like like Uncle Howard said, there's sometimes depending on the day they'll have a drier snow the snow we witnessed was a wetter snow so it was colder yeah so maybe the drier snow stays longer because it still wasn't even that bad 
Yeah, some y'all won't if if y'all haven't been somewhere else besides Louisiana, you won't understand like the the cold difference there. Like the other night, whenever we got trapped on the top of the freaking mountain and we was coming down, yes, we got we were literally stranded. It was seventeen degrees, and honestly, it wasn't like terribly cold. Still, it was cold, but it wasn't like painfully cold. It wasn't here in like Louisiana. Like in Louisiana, if it gets thirty degrees, twenty degrees, you want to fucking die here over there it's like it's cold but you can deal with it it's it's weird it's like i don't know how to explain it so if you guys don't know that story yes yeah, so should we elaborate on that story yeah we went to helen's hunt and now if you know helen's hunt it's probably like only an hour hike yeah you know it's there not that big back. of a trail there and right back. and we actually took like maybe an hour and 45 minutes because we took pictures and we did like boomerangs and stuff like that and so when we got down, I texted my family, let them know they were ready, but they were somewhere else at that moment, so they couldn't pick us up. So then we continuously, this one right here and Tiffany are walking on top of a frozen river, thinking <laughs> that it won't ever crack. Y'all have me, y'all have me so worried. I just stood on the side and just shivered in, in snow while y'all, you know, risked yourselves dunking yourselves in. Um, very cold waterfalls so and the time frame on that was very important because we got there at the thing at like 3 30 yeah 3 35 over there at this time frame it gets dark at like maybe six i think it was around 5 30 yeah, 5 30 because they dark. picked us up around like a little a couple minutes before seven o'clock because i remember like shivering in the truck and i seen seven o'clock on yeah. the on a thing so we were there for a good while we were there for like three hours so we had we could have made a decision of either staying up on helen's hunt which nothing's open because you know covid um because they didn't their bathrooms weren't open they're they usually have like a little gift shop that was closed or sit there and shiver for like i don't know three four hours or walk down the hill and try to find a warm place so we continuously walked because i find the longer you walk the warmer you were so me me and tiffany's legs were in so much pain my problem was my knees her problem was her foot her toes mm, her foot her foot so we just kept walking and walking until we found something and, and i was fine yeah this one was fine i was like <laughs> fine it was weird. I, never I think it's because the shoes we were wearing, it just wasn't made for snow. So it just, it seeped through. And I'm so glad I didn't wear my my Adidas because. Well, I was wearing Converse. Converse are like low-key like snowshoes. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, like one of the other guys that were out there, he was like, yeah, actually they use Converse and, and certain uh, winter sports actually. And I was like, really? Converse, <laughs> yeah, it showed out that day. It surprised me, right? It, it, it got now, those are old Converse, too. Mm-hmm. They don't really have very much grip on them, but they got grip in that Chucks snow, too. Yeah, they got grip in that snow. And like, if say, if I did step in like a particularly wet, like, like, say, if I stepped in some snow and it like covered my shoe, if I just hit my shoe like against like a tree branch or something like that, all of it came off and I was just good. Like, it was like those Converse's are awesome, but so. I found a walking stick going back and I named him and oh no no let's talk about my him? let's talk about my rock. Oh yeah, so Colorado I, rock. Yeah, my Colorado <laughs> rock. I found a rock and I found a, a another rock and I carved my name on top of this random rock that I found and I named him Colorado rock and I decided to hide him in a certain spot 
so that uh, next year, hopefully, whenever we come back with all of our friends and stuff, and um, next summer, and we rent a cabin out and all, right. hopefully, we're hundred percent going to take them to Helen Hunt, and um, I'm gonna be able to find that rock again. So that'd be fucking cool if I can go there and find that that rock again next year. This could be in that same spot. Right, and I have it documented too, like all of the surroundings. Yep, and we have it documented. So yes, uh, for our friends that are coming with us next April. Um, we're going to have to go searching for Tyler's Rock at Helen's Hunt. So just letting you know that's on the list. Yep. <laughs> we have a lot of things planned. We're going to be, that's going to be a fun trip. That's yeah. going to be even, I think that even though we have been and had fun all the th- three times that we've gone, I think us going with all of our friends is going to be like top of the line. Right. And because we're also going to be the hostess this time. Yep. We're not going to be the guests. We're the natives. We're going to be the natives. <laughs> We hopefully one day will be the natives. And then we, we definitely will have to hit up Trevor at some point so he yep. can show us some of those trails that he was talking about. He took us on top of this. Um, Fuck, we can take him. We could fucking, we could bring him to the cabin with us. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he would enjoy it. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Right. Um, the canyon. What was the name of the road that he took us up on that I literally was praying to God that I didn't uh, fall off the Skyview. Skyview. Now, I was in the front with my my cousin Trevor, and he was like, oh, let's take a detour. It's going to be a beautiful view. So I was like, cool, thinking like of the river or next to a mountain. No, this man took us. It was just a road with nothing on the sides on top of a rock. Yeah. I can't even explain it. It was weird. It had no shoulders. It was literally only wide enough for his truck. Yeah. You you go uh, like an inch out and you're dead. Like you're falling off the cliff. There was no ending to it. <laughs> so I'm in the front and I can see it's like it was pretty much it was like being on a roller coaster but in a truck. Yeah, pretty much. That's the perfect way to explain it. Yep. It was like a roller coaster, a natural roller coaster. Yep. And like maybe only a very few points still have like a little bit of land out where you can park. And it wasn't much. So 18 wheelers, not welcome. If you have a huge truck that was bigger than Trevor's, not welcome. <laughs> no, you wouldn't so, even be able to turn to go to the opposite side. No. So and I recommend it not doing it drunk or what high she's explaining is per, it's a it's called Skyview Road and it's a really good it's a really good thing that we're most likely going to bring all of our friends there too. Just not the little ones because I know the little ones are going to freak out. Big obs don't give a fuck. <laughs> they gonna freak out <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go on skyview road and like she said whenever you get like to the top of skyview road if you look to the left you see like all of like downtown uh colorado springs which is gorgeous at night and then right. if you look to the right you see like all of the mountains you see the rocky mountains to the right so it's like you have either section i actually think it was canyon city if I'm not mistaken, yeah. it was either Colorado Springs or Canyon City. I couldn't rem- I think remember. I think it might have been Canyon one. City, actually. Right. So if you're looking for it, I think it's near Canyon City. Yep. And it's a very sketchy road, so and it used to be, be very like, cautious. It used to be like part of like a prison or something like that. He said. Right. Yeah. Actually, Colorado before it was a state, it was a land for prisoners. So that's why the the you know if Brittany says, "Oh, look, there's a prison here, and there's a prison here." It was because it was a land for for prisoners. Before it actually became a state. It's a beautiful land for a bunch of fucking prisoners. Right. I mean, like, why do they deserve that view, right? Exactly. Well, (laughs) we even passed by the prison that had El Chapo in it right now. Right. Exactly. Like, so apparently, like, this prison is Supermax Security Prison or whatever. And this motherfucker is not, 
like up top either. He's in the fucking ground, like in the basement of the prison. So it's like, yeah, good luck breaking him out of there. He ain't going nowhere. And uh, Cheyenne Mountain was actually used as a hideout spot for the president. Yep. Way back. And, you know, obviously everyone knows about it, so it can't be anymore. So. Yeah, well, right now it's army base. Right. You can literally go inside of the mountain. That's pretty right. fucking Colorado cool. is like the land of army bases pretty much now. So it's between prisoners and military and then just, you know, regular people. So it's so very busy, busy state. The expense of it. Let's jump into that a little bit. So. Um, so that's mostly like one of the most expensive things about Colorado is you like what it costs to live there. Um, and when I say that, it's not really so much of like the things that you buy, because actually the things that you buy are relatively cheap. Like the food is non-taxed. You don't get taxed on food. So um, whenever me and Victoria went to Wendy's, we got two meals and here in Louisiana, that's about eighteen, nineteen dollars. But here, over there in Colorado, it was, it was 11. Like eleven. And we were freaking out. And when I looked at the tax, it said like ninety-eight cents. I said, "What? Yeah, ninety-eight cents." So the foods, tax. foods non-taxable. Um, so like a lot of the things there aren't expense any more expensive than like Louisiana, but the the houses are. So if you want like a, most of the houses there are uh well at least when you go into the city, they're like kind of close to one another. Like, I mean, personally, that doesn't really bother me because I don't really care if I have a yard or not because I live in fucking Colorado. So if I want to fucking see a view or if I want to have to sacrifice something, you know, if I go, sacrifice if I want to go ride my yard. dirt bike or ride my four wheeler or whatever, I will just go to a trail. Like, I don't really care about having a yard in Colorado. So anyway, a house, a four bedroom. What is it? Three bathroom house in Colorado gets you somewhere around. Three hundred thousand, three hundred fifty thousand dollars, but you also have a basement that you can turn into four more bedrooms and a bathroom if you wanted. Right, and Brittany actually said, if you notice when you walk downstairs, there's this little door right, bef- right by their bedroom. Inside of it, it's supposed to be a bathroom. They had a bathroom in the works, and that's why when you walk into her bedroom, she doesn't have like legitimate walls up yet. Yeah, because so whoever buys it next, they can finish up that room. Uh, finish up that bathroom now you have a bedroom bathroom and like a living room area and then you can rent it out and they can just go upstairs to eat in the kitchen so you just pretty much share your kitchen that's part of the thing well i already talked to you guys about it but that's part of my view on it too it's like so here in louisiana if you want a four bedroom three bathroom house it's gonna cost you somewhere around three hundred thousand dollars but if you do that in colorado you can get a three but you can get a four bedroom uh three bed three bathroom house and you have an entire basement that you can do whatever the hell you want with you know, you be can, like a fourth bathroom you can legit put another mm-hmm. bathroom down there if you want you could put three more bedrooms down there if you want um i mean all you got to do is just i don't know know somebody like say like my dad me and my dad can probably build a basement in like a weekend or like two weekends and just be have like three more bedrooms and so much more room. So it's like, to me at least, I mean, I know I don't know a lot about all of the logistics that go into it, but to me, it seems like it's no more, it's, it's no more expensive than here. I don't know. Uh, I think it just all depends. Like you said, if someone like your dad, so if you don't have any skill in carpentry or any kind of like architectural work, then, you know, then your basement might be a little bit costly. 
Yeah, then your basic space basement's basically a storage, and it's pretty right. Much and they also have like another door that goes completely out to a no, uh, like a attic. Well, not air, attic. Listen to me, basement area. That um, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's part of the hall of the basement. Yeah, right. Just it wasn't finished yet. Yeah, and they use that for their extreme couponing because that's something else you can do in Colorado and not Louisiana is extreme couponing. You can use multiple coupons at a time, and they owe you. Brittany was doing it to where they were owing her like. 20 30 bucks at a time crazy but down here you can't go to our local walmart and rouse's and do that you'd be like nah one coupon per purchase yeah we're not gonna let you fuck us so it all depends on the state so if you ever watch that tv show you know extreme couponer it's never going to be in louisiana i don't know about the rest of the south but louisiana for sure you're not gonna see that here i mean they have they also have other grocery stores our stores are pretty much walmart rouse's Canadas. Yeah, there was one up, up there like called three. Big R. Yeah, like, and they the have a Super King Super, I think it was, or yeah. something like that. They have Seven so, Elevens everywhere. Everywhere they have. They have like two malls just in Colorado Springs. And they have a store that's about to open. I forgot the name of it, but it had oh, yeah. the Ferris wheel. They're having a legit Ferris wheel inside of the store, <laughs> and it's kind of like a Cabela's. The so. one thing, the one thing I'm gonna have to look into is apparently they get fucked with property taxes. Yes. That's that's the major thing is property taxes is so high there and it's because you're paying for the view. But you're I feel like there's I feel amount. like I feel like I don't know the exact because he was saying like that it costs like like eight hundred like some person they knew was paying eight hundred dollars a month in property taxes. I feel like that's impossible. I feel like that's impossible. There's no way because mm. here in Louisiana, I pay property taxes once a year, I think. Actually, doesn't it come out of my mortgage? Doesn't property taxes right. come out of the mortgage? So our mortgage company itself, so not all mortgage companies do this. They pay our property taxes. So the state will actually send us a letter at the end of each year saying, well, you owe this much for a property tax. And it's never a lot, though. No, right? I mean, I think it was, our first year was like 68 dollars and I, and I think this round it was like 180 or something like that but when I called our loan officer she was like you don't worry about that our mortgage your mortgage mortgage company is gonna pay for it just you know continue paying our mortgage and you know it's gonna just come out yeah each well month. even if even if living so in Colorado company like that you know? even if living in Colorado it's eight hundred dollars a year mm-hmm. still not that bad you know I I'll think pay, it just all depends I'll pay eight hundred dollars a year to live in Colorado basically I mean it seems kind of still like a lot, you know. Right. So the property tax rate in Colorado is 7.96%, which is pretty high. Yeah. So I think that's what... But our taxes know, over here in about. Louisiana is 10.95%. Well, that's sales tax. So yeah. if you want to look at our sales tax, Louisiana is actually number two for the highest sales tax in the nation. Oh, I bet it is. Right. Number one, I think it was Illinois. I bet it is the highest fucking... Tax anyway, rate ever. Let me see. I have like a little thing. Yeah, Illinois. Yeah, Illinois was at fourteen point ninety six percent. Holy fuck! Yes, state taxes. It's insane. And you know, Illinois. And then it's Connecticut, New York. New York makes sense because it's like the most overpopulated that's, state. Yeah, that's basically like mm-hmm. what they do there. They charge you the fuck for everything. And Louisiana is number twenty two at ten point fifty six percent. And you know where Colorado is? Hmm. Ninth, 8.58% in state taxes. So 
they're a lot cheaper. I mean, I if anything, Alaska's got the best 5.73% state taxes. Well, you know, there's also some states that don't so they're only tax one, you at all. So they're only 1% more expensive than Alaska. Right. And like Delaware, Montana, New Hampshire, Oregon, um, they all give you no taxes at all. Yeah. It's all 0%. No, um, <laughs> no, it's no state tax, right? That's how that works? Yeah. Yeah. State tax. So I also looked into your local sales tax is can be more expensive or less than the state total. So even though Louisiana's total is 10.56%, some different parts, like some parts of Louisiana can be 8.6 or or even like the full 10.56. Yeah. So I'm knowing our hometown, we're probably the highest out there. And yeah. that's maybe that's why when we went to Colorado, we were so shooketh when... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, remember when what it was the, like ninety eight cents. Remember what taxes. our Uber driver said. Our Uber. This is how fucking how uh how like penny like penny honey uh, hungry these Colorado people are. He told us like what uh, Victoria just said. Like some spots of certain states have different tax rates than others. Mm-hmm. So he said that this one spot that they're developing has a taxable rate of one percent, and he said nobody's there. Like, they just completely avoid that area. No one fucking goes there because they're afraid of that 1%. Right. It's like, and wow. And 1% makes a big difference. And it's like, no wonder why no one's coming to Louisiana. No. No no one wants to pay $4 for a pack of gum here. You know, it's 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 like extreme. Yeah, imagine, imagine how much better it would be if they just decided to not charge us state tax. Like, that people would actually be able to survive. Now, John Bell Edwards... Um, was going to decrease our state taxes, but it would have laid off uh, some people in the medical field. So he didn't want to take that risk and lay people off in Louisiana how by that, lowering taxes. How would that possibly lay people off? That doesn't make any sense. It's It was a study that I looked up on because I was trying to figure out when I was looking up stuff for you know Colorado looking at rates, I was like, I wonder why we're so high. And it says our legis- legislator and John Bell Edwards was going to decrease it, but he said it was going to cause layoffs in the medical field if he decreased it. So he kept it All right, exactly whatever. what we had. In whatever that. he wants to think, but that doesn't yeah. make too much sense to me. I think he's just trying to make us think he's a good guy or something. Uh, I don't know. There's, If you think about it, there's no perfect politician. There will never be. I don't know. That no guy, one's ever going to come to terms what? with... This politician is the best politicians between I don't know, Democrats, you saw what, Republicans, You saw what Old Boy for Texas did? What? Gabbitt. He, today, as of today, um, he took away the mask mandate and he took yes. away all of that stuff. He took away all of the coronavirus rules for all of the, uh, all businesses. Right. My friend Tracy, she sent me that and she was like, oh my God. I was like, uh, yeah. come here. <laughs> Texas is the true United States of America. It's like, I seen that and I was like, all right, cool. That means that hopefully a lot of other states are going to start following suit, like right behind them. They're probably like, yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the mask. Um, they never really bothered me. The only time it really bothered me was when we were skiing. Because, uh, by the way, if you're not athletic, I don't recommend skiing uh, or snowboarding. It's an extremely hard sport. And we were outside and they were telling us to keep our mask on. That was suffocating because I'm trying to climb up of a snowy mountain and these skis and I have 
my you know cl- piece of cloth being sucked in my mouth. Yeah, and if you don't put it, if you don't, if you put it even below your nose, they're on your ass like immediately. Right, like I walked into the cafe. I was looking for y'all, and like the ski boots, they're different than a snowboard boot, so they keep your feet at an angle. So it kind of hurts your ankles at a, t- a certain time, when, especially when you walk a lot. So I'm walking at the steps, and I'm like in a lot of pain because of these ski boots. And when I get up there, I went inside because it's freezing cold outside, and I put my mask down for a second to take a breath. And the lady immediately came up to me, and she was like, you need to put your mask on. You know, take a breath, but put your mask on right after. And it's like, I'm just trying <laughs> so to breathe. Stupid. I'm really just trying to breathe. I had no one around me either. It would have been different if it was like filled with people. But there was no one in the building. So I just put my mask down real quick to like yeah. well, take in case, some air. And- if you got, if any of you ever go to a snowy area and you think about snowboarding or skiing, don't go into the, to it with the same mindset that I did. Yes. Look, <laughs> it is, I thought that, okay, I'm a decent skateboarder. And I was like, all right, snowboarding ain't going to be shit. Look, Mm-mm. look, snowboarding's fucking hard. <laughs> snowboarding's fucking hard. Yes, and I did skiing, and everyone says that skiing is actually easier than snowboarding. And Victoria could not do it. No, I just, it wasn't you happening. have to have upper body strength. Poor thing. Because it was the falling, <laughs> and, you know, you have to do, like, the little pizza stance, you know, french fries and pizza. And I did the little pizza stance to try to stop, but my legs were never wide enough. And maybe it's because I'm 4'11". Maybe it's just because I, I can't get that wide. But, you know, I seen little four-year-olds killing me out there. They were just flying on through yeah. pros. And, I, look, I won't – if you if you can skateboard, you can learn how to snowboard. It, it's kind of similar, like, in some ways. Like, it – if you know how to skateboard you know how to like kind of like keep your balance you know it's sort of similar but if you can do one you can learn the other but it's not the same it's very 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 different and i always thought throughout my whole life i was like how can that be hard your feet are literally connected to the board you can't fall off the board because but no it's fucking balance it's, it's fucking all hard. about balance even with even with skiing it's all about balance because the moment you fall over if you don't have upper body strength you're not getting up well for snowboarding it's, just, it's not working for snowboarding it's all about stopping yourself because like it's kind it's e- it's easy for me even tiffany even tiffany caught on like you can get on it and just go straight and then just just make yourself fall to make yourself stop right and but, i found tiffany had an easier time learning than you because she's been a dancer since she was three. So balance is something that she's always practiced every single day of her life. Yeah, she wasn't that bad at it. Right, she really wasn't. She was she was doing very well for someone who's never been in snow on a mountain and yeah. ever been you know snowboarding. You know, she was pretty good at it. So if you're a, a really good dancer, I think snowboarding won't be as complicated because balance is the or key surfer, to dancing. Right, a surfer, you'd probably be okay. So you know one thing I noticed? So if you're from Louisiana and someone else comes here, at least me, like, okay, we're mostly like talkative people here in Louisiana. Like people like to talk to each other and everyone's a little bit more like friendly as hell. Yeah, the, the so, Southern hospitality. Yeah, if you go to Colorado or any, pretty, I don't know about anywhere up, up there, but... So you know how many times you and I mentioned that, hey, you know, we're from Louisiana. People don't give a fuck. They don't care. They do not they care. They don't ask you, like, if they hear your accent, they may give you, like, a little face, but they don't mention anything. Be like, hey, where are you from? Nope. You notice that too, right? Right. And, like, actually in the airport, uh, on the way there, I, I stopped to ask a worker for help. And he sounded, uh, he had, like, a little Irish accent. And I 
so hard wanted to ask him where he was from and maybe that's just a southern thing because when we hear weird accents it's interesting we're like, we're like oh my god where are you from you know yeah. maybe because the south don't get many visitors <laughs> yeah probably yeah so we're like in awe you know yeah because like i like a few like only like once or twice i was like yeah you know i'm from louisiana or whatever and then they asked me a few questions but besides that, you say you're from Louisiana, they just pretty much fucking annoy you. They're like, oh, right. all right. But if you tell someone in Louisiana, you just went to Colorado, the first thing is, oh, I know why you're going to Louisiana. Yep. You're going to smoke some pot. That's exactly like, what my no, boss did. we don't even smoke, nope. you know? We literally go up there for the view, for the, the feeling, because mm-hmm. it just makes you feel so good. Freedom. Right. And there's so much more stuff to do up there. I mean, yeah, we uh, smoking is like not even on the docket when you go up there. It's like it's really not. It's like way down. There's so many other things you could do. That's exactly what my boss told me. Like I was like, uh, so I was telling him about the vacation and everything. He's like, oh, so you're going to Colorado. And I was like, any for that. I promise you. Yeah, it's every single person because Washington and Colorado were the very first states to legalize weed. So. Colorado was on the maps for a good while because it was like, oh, first state to put weed on the list. So, yep. And in case you're wondering, in case you want to go up to Colorado, it is very easy to get. Right. It. You just have to pick the right shops. And you, you have to make sure you have to do your research to find out which places actually allow you to because common misconception not all of colorado you can just walk in and get weed some of it right. is so strict. you need like a license some of it's just medical or like you a have to make sure you're yeah. in a medicinal. in a county that is uh medicinal is it medicinal is that the word mm-hmm. and um and uh you know both basically so, so you could just walk in there and, oh and they they uh taxed you harder because you're not you have a colorado um license was it you that told me that the reason why weed was illegal in the first place was because it was a campaign? No, it was DJ. I was in the car with DJ yesterday. He brought me to Rouse's to get groceries, and he says weed was only illegal in the night. It was in the 1920s. It was a politician's campaign. He said weed was bad. After that, they they said weed was illegal and bad for people. Yeah, it was so like it uh, was a political campaign. That's the only reason why it became illegal in the first place. Yeah, because he was like a, uh, I think he was like a paper manufacturer or something like I that. I can't remember his name, hemp. so I don't want to throw names out and be wrong. But I think he was a paper manufacturer, and hemp uh, can basically make anything. Like you can make hemp shirts. You can definitely make hemp paper. So he knew that that would become one of his like main rivals would be weed. So he, he like pretty much drove the name through the dirt and destroyed it. Right. They have hemp bath salts too. Yeah. I just everything. seen lately. Apparently like, there's hemp ice cream. Yeah. That's what they do. Chapstick. Oh, the guy that came everything. pick up the guy that came pick up uh, Tiffany's truck yesterday. <laughs> he told us that there's weed ice cream, and we were like, "What? They're gonna make? They're gonna make the wildest things? I mean, when we were younger." One of our field trips, I don't know if you went to one, but it was a field trip to the Tabasco factory. No, I've never gone there. Okay. So I went to the Tabasco factory, Louisiana Tabasco, very known. It's like a hot sauce. And we show up in <laughs> we show up in the, uh, in the little gift shop. I love how you shop. explain that. Well, <laughs> not everyone knows what Tabasco is, I guess. So we show up and they have, I got, this was my souvenir my mom gave me like twenty dollars i got tabasco and uh pickles 
I love pickles. So she found it so weird. I came home with a jar of pickles, but they were so good because it was like doused in Tabasco. And then they had Tabasco ice cream samples. Ew. Yes. And actually, it was not that bad because they were giving it to us to try out. It was like a little spicy vanilla ice cream. That's really all it was. It was just like a vanilla ice cream with a little kick. But it's just like I know what Tabasco tastes like, so I couldn't imagine that being on anything they had it. They had the. They had Tabasco jerky, which I'm pretty sure was really good. That's probably good, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, now I have to take you there if you haven't been to the Tabasco factory. I mean, that's the only thing that we have here, factory wise. Yeah, well, that's. <laughs> uh, I mean, I really don't want to beat Louisiana into the dirt. Well, I kind of fucking do, but there's nothing to fucking do here. You know how like here you're like okay, um, so we can party, uh, we can eat, which which also means <laughs> drinking. Or we can eat, and that's why oh, oh, Louisiana oh. is at the top of a number one obesity. And you can all hunt. We do is eat here. You can literally drink, fish, party, or hunt. I'll classify fishing as hunting. Those three things. You have no fucking idea the amount of things that you can do in Colorado within like a ten mile radius. It's fucking insane. And then, like you said uh, the other day, you lose your appetite. Like you, yeah, get you get fucking faster super, in Colorado. Yep. You get superpowers when you go up there. It's like scientifically proven, apparently, that if you go to Colorado because of the altitude, you don't get hungry as often as you would here. So, right. like, while we were there, I swear to God, while we were there, I maybe ate like six times, like probably like maybe once a day, maybe. Never even felt the need to fucking eat. Like I remember you was asking me, like, you're not hungry. I'm like, nope, not at all. Didn't even stomach didn't even growl. Your fucking smell gets heightened. Yeah, it's crazy. You get fucking superpowers. Right. And like, oh, if you live in Colorado, um, it's outside of Castle Rock. Yeah, I really need to try that little cafe. It's called Udi Lolly. Oh, so yeah. It's like three O's dash D-E dash L-A-L-L-Y. I think mistaken. so. It's like, it's not even in a building. It's this cute little camper style. Like, we were freaked out when we see it because we don't have that in louisiana it's pretty much like a taco truck but coffee edition like coffee style basically it was so cute and the coffee was so so good so yeah what was that place we ate at in denver in denver on 16th mall street Mm -hmm. um rock bottom yeah that if y'all are in denver try that place out that place is really good what about the place we ate at the uh right before we headed home sunday Sunday. It was like uh, Big Bubs or some shit like that? Oh, yeah. Uh, Bubba 33? Bubba. I do I think it's Bubba 33. It has 33 TVs in it, which is why they got that 33 in it. Yeah. That was pretty good. It's basically like if it's basically like Chili's, but like way better than Chili's, but mm-hmm. basically kind of like that kind of restaurant. Right. With TVs everywhere. Yeah. And that's not even like all of it. I mean... My uh, family said that you can de- eat at a different place every single day for the next year or two. It's like endless restaurants nonstop. But it's not just restaurants. They are very, like we went to a comedy show and yeah. we went for free. Yeah, we went to a comedy show. And it was very fun. Stephen Briggs was yeah. the headliner. He was pretty, yeah, he he was was, pretty funny. He was pretty wild. He was good. Yep. Um, you know, of course, you have to be 21 or older to go into that show. And if you know Stephen Briggs' style, you understand why. Yeah. And that's just, 
that's just like probably like one of the um, lesser comedy clubs in the area. And that mm-hmm. one was only like maybe 10 minutes out of like Maine, Colorado Springs. There's another yeah, it one in Colorado Springs. There's another one in Denver called the Comedy Works. We need to try that next and time. And that one is like where all the big name motherfuckers go. Like Joe Rogan and fucking like Tom Segura. Uh, fucking everyone goes Bill there. Burr. <laughs> Bill Burr goes there. We have to go to a Bill Burr uh, show one day. Yes. We just have to. Yeah. So um i mean like what else like there's obviously the hiking that you can spend an entire day on and like when you think colorado trip you don't always have to think money i mean the most you're probably going to spend is a cabin you know and the cabin they had cabins for like 120 a night so you could find cheap cabins yeah if you go crazy on like the if you go crazy on like the uh, souvenirs and shit you can spend a lot of money right but you can do a lot of things there that are free. Oh, I mean, yeah. hiking, you can literally hike every single day for free. and not be disappointed for free. For free. They don't, they don't, uh, the only hiking that they'll charge you for is Pike's Peak. That's the only one they'll charge you before you go hiking in. And it's because it's so big and it's such a, a big mainstream hiking trip. Yeah, which we haven't been there yet. We're going to need to go next time. Right. Yeah. We just, uh, we stay with our family when we go. So we don't really have much of a ride. And when we went, I think it was, yeah, March of last year, we drove up there. And that was because COVID, we were out of work. So we're like, well, let's just go do it. You know, we stayed with family. Everyone was COVID free. We did, we wore our mask and we stayed six feet apart. But we drove up there and (laughs) (laughs) my little Kia, I have a Kia Spectra and it was not lasting. So if you ever decide to live in Colorado, you need a four by four for sure. Yeah. Winter tires. Like a Subaru or like a pickup truck or something. A Jeep, something. Do not go up there and your little clown car like I did because that thing was pedaling and it was making some noises. Yeah. So it's not made for mountains. Because you have to, you have to imagine like every, there's a different elevation just about every fuck, like every second. Like you're going up and down pretty much all the time. Right. It was, it was crazy. What you doing taking your socks off? <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Because <laughs> you have a blanket on. Take the blanket off. But I took my socks off. <laughs> okay. Do it. Do it. He's acting crazy. Do it. <laughs> no, leave me alone. <laughs> Stop harassing me, sir. I'm married. <laughs> Fine. I'll just flirt with my next guest. It's cool. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I won't provide the snacks and the water next time then because you know I'm your little I'm your little waitress whenever you have people here. Yeah, I'm out of water right now, actually. You want some of mine? Well, without me throwing it. <laughs> hey, you know what else Colorado uh invented? Go for it. The teddy bear. The teddy bear was invented in Colorado and they did it after Teddy Roosevelt when he visited. Um, I think it was. He visited, uh, visits Glenwood Springs and they have like a, it was like a mascot and it was a teddy bear and he had like the big glasses and a little hat like Teddy Roosevelt always wears. Yeah, Clint Glenwood's not that, not that far from Colorado Springs. Right, that's where the teddy bear was invented. So if you have anyone to think, it's Colorado and Teddy Roosevelt. Well, Theodore Roosevelt. Everyone called him Teddy. Okay. Well, I see you have a big sheet right there with a bunch of factual <laughs> stuff on them. So how about okay. you spit me some? All right. The cheeseburger was invented there. 
Man, no way. Yep. The cheeseburger was invented in Colorado. Okay. Oh, speaking of that, before you go into another one, whenever I went to um, Salida, mm-hmm. uh, back from dropping off Trevor, and uh, I came, when we was driving back, we was going back to Colorado Springs, I look, just so happened to look to the right, and I see the world's biggest rocking chair. Really? Yeah. We totally have to check that out next time. Maybe it was, Trevor knows where it's at. Yeah, it was. It, it's actually not that far from Colorado Springs. Like it's um whatever cities in between Salida and Colorado Springs. Uh, but anyway, it was remember. it was huge. It was like um like the size of um I don't know um like a hotel, basically like the size of like a fucking hotel, like up tall. I wonder if they have like little steps to where you can climb up in it and sit in it. You know, I didn't see any, but yeah, cool. I saw the world's biggest rocking chair. Oh, we totally, we totally have to go next so time. So random. Okay, I have one con to Colorado. Are you ready? Con? There's a con. Okay, go. Okay, the tire boot. You know how when you go to New Orleans and if you illegally parked, they put that little yellow boot on your tire? Yeah. That was invented in Denver. And they actually nicknamed it the Denver boot. Okay. So there's a con to Colorado. Hmm. <laughs> it invented a very uh, pain in the, the ass item yeah they do have some weird things there like it over there if it i know that if it uh if it snows and your driveway is filled with snow and you don't shovel your snow out they'll yeah, you get a ticket they'll, they'll, they'll ticket you yeah mm-hmm. and they're they're serious about it they'll come by take a picture of it yep. send it to you in the mail they with you a ticket and me and tiffany shoveled the snow and you know across the street because the kids were playing in the snow and they didn't do it so me and tiffany shoveled it up and it's hard I'm not going to lie. It's it's a task because. Yeah. Some people even have um, if those of you that don't know, some people even have uh, heated driveways. Yeah. So, so it just that melts, it just melts right it right off. away. Yep. Right. So they're adaptive there. Yeah. But we just we just had little shovels. That's all we had. So it took us a good 20, 30 minutes just to do her driveway. And then you have to do the sidewalk, too. So if the sidewalk is in your property line, you have to do all the sidewalk, too. It's not just your driveway. That's a bummer. Yeah. All right, next fact. Okay. Jolly Ranchers was also invented in Colorado. <laughs> I was pretty much, I just pretty much looked up things that were invented there. I mean, I don't know what Louisiana got, but. I mean, I could probably count it on one hand. Um, let's see. Airboats. <laughs> yeah, uh, airboats. <laughs> if I had to guess. Um, we probably founded crawfish as far as we probably know. probably crawfish. <laughs> um, I. Uh, probably, Tony season probably seasoning. mullets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not many things. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's pretty much uh, that's all I got for what they invented now in Colorado. That's all you got on that paper? No, no, I got other things. All right, go. All right, it's illegal to throw snowballs in Aspen, Colorado. Really? Yep, you cannot throw a snowball at a building or a person. Don't do it in front of a cop. I mean, probably find you. She, you know, can't throw a snowball. Maybe someone got killed by a snowball, and that's why they have it. Who knows? But imagine I being a, a cop law. handing out a ticket for somebody sno- throwing a fucking snowball, <laughs> and then going home to your wife, and she asking you what you did today. She was like, like oh, "Well, I got a five hundred dollar fine. What did you do? I threw a snowball at Steve." She's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, like, how do you feel proud about yourself for handing out a, a fucking ticket for somebody throwing out a snowball? <laughs> Like, it's insane. Go find a crackhead or something. 
But like he, ugh. there's some weird laws out there. Back then, I was looking up weird laws and this like the nation, and they have one where it was illegal to have oral sex. How would they know? Tell how, me that. How would they know? How would they know that you're having oral sex? They're just gonna hear like popping your door one day and be like, "Oh, you're doing the oral," you know? Just checking. Just checking. I mean, PDA, I understand. That if you're doing going, it in public, that should definitely be illegal. But just in checking that pecker's going in the right spot. <laughs> Who follows the law like that? <laughs> you gotta wrap. You gotta wrap it before you. No, what was it? Uh, what was that guy that comedian said? Uh, you gotta do something before you attack her. Wrap your wrap your packer uh, wrap your packer before you attack her. <laughs> yeah, wrap your packer before you attack her. <laughs> oh, I, I feel so bad. I can't remember the other comedians' names, but me neither, honestly. Because they were very quick. I mean, they had one that went on stage for like two minutes, and yeah. he was pretty funny. I wish he would have stayed on stage. Me too. He should probably develop like another like actual set. But he worked there, so I think he just kind of popped in because he works there. Maybe he's the owner or something. You know? I don't know. I know he's funny. Yeah, he was really funny. And we you know we never been to a live comedy show before, so nope. it was great. It was pretty cool. Um I know I know one thing though, like if you go to like a little intimate room like that one was, uh what was the name of that comedy what was the name of the club? I think you took a picture of it, didn't you? I did, but I don't remember. Um See if you can find the picture because I didn't take a picture of the building. So if you guys haven't been to Lots a comedy Lots of laughs. If you haven't been to a comedy club before um, if you go to like a little intimate one, like that one, yeah, it was very small. Uh, you're going to be roasted like in the front. Like if you sit in the front row and you do anything out of the ordinary or you, you laugh a little bit too like long. And yeah. Like, I mean, they had like, he's coming for you. They had a little couple in the front and you could tell the girls were like Latina. He was straight up roasting Latinas yeah. the whole time, but they they were having laughs. They didn't care. It, it was all fun, you know. No, yeah, and you know that could go sideways too, because like, obviously I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast a lot, and he says that like a lot of the time, like people get like offended at like a joke or something, and somebody makes a scene, and somebody like runs out, or like, or like uh, you make fun of somebody that's in the front row, and they get upset, and like all kinds of like stupid shit. The one we went to, nobody gave a fuck. No, like he was this one guy. He was like a little. A little nerdy guy, and he was like roasting him the whole time, and well, he kept calling him like Big Dick something. I don't yeah. remember. And the guy actually got up and started thrusting the air, and he was enjoying the hell out of it. So, yeah, if you go to a comedy club, I suggest being a good support about it because you know it's just all jokes. You know, loonies. That's what it's loonies. Loonies. That's what it's called. Loonies. Loonies comedy. I know it's something with an L. Yeah, but if, if y'all go there, it may be seats like it may be seats like fifty people. And it was pretty cool. But, like, right. if you go to, like, a bigger one, you won't really have to worry about being, like, you know, somebody just roasting you the whole time. No, this, yeah. this was very small. And they had tables. It wasn't, like, a theater when they had seats out. And you got you two drink minimum. Tables. Yep, two drink minimum. Um, You had to buy a drink or a food or something. And they were pretty good. We had, like, these strawberry margarita thing let's not even talk about the first drink that i had yeah <laughs> so did you, try I, it? did you try it yes it was awful <laughs> so we do this thing every time we go out to eat at a restaurant or something <laughs> anytime he picks out something for himself it comes back disgusting and it's terrible yep, i hate it every time but every time he tells me to pick it out it it's like the best thing he's ever eaten so now when we go out to something new he's like okay victoria pick out my uh my thing on my menu so 
he picked out. I had something picked out for him. I had the liquid marijuana. Which is great. Which was great because Tiffany got it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I want coffee. And he got this. And it was literally spiked black coffee. That's all I can explain it. Yeah, it spiked, was hot too. Hot, yeah. Hot, I had a hot chocolate. Um, I had like, it was like a hot chocolate. It was weird to drink alcohol warm. Yeah, well, I never thought I'd do that. That's so weird. Right. I chugged it just so I can get it out of the way because I didn't want to waste a perfectly good drink and I didn't want to keep bothering the waitress. So I just chugged it real quick and got a little strawberry margarita. <laughs> that one was good. Yes, That one was really good. I wish we could get more, but they were kind of expensive. It was like $11 for per glass. Yeah, and then Stephen has his... uh. At, after the show, he has his own shirts that he was selling. Yeah, sex sandwich sleep. Sex sandwich <laughs> sleep. He his little bit was like something like um how whenever you walk into someone's house and they have the uh, live, live laugh, laugh love and in their house, which I think we don't have that. We no, don't have that. okay, we have it on our candle warmer, but that's because it was a gift. So we have it. Yes, we do <laughs> because we got so it. You're that a basic gift bitch. From, you was talking about. We got it from your family. Your stepmom and your dad got it for us for oh, Christmas. God. I loved it. It's beautiful. But I was like, oh, look, it says live, laugh, love on it. But he was looking at me kind of funny when he said those signs because I have signs that says, uh, let's get cozy and um, this is us, you know, like pretty much basic white girl signs that uh-huh. I got yep. for $3 a piece at Hobby Lobby because I wanted to be aesthetic. So, so Stephen <laughs> made fun of those types of people and he said his motto is. Sex sandwich sleep. sleep. Yep. <laughs> so he, he sold the t-shirts after, and we both bought one. Yeah. So it's my little sleeping shirt because I obviously I would never wear that in public. Sir, I'm married. Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm wearing shorts. He's looking at me funny. <laughs> go off of go off of the. Uh, I'm distracting him, you guys. <laughs> Just the key. If you want a, a very long, happy life with someone, marry your best friend. That's all you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> this man is my best friend. Okay. Okay. You know how Tiffany really wanted to play uh, billards in Colorado? Yep. You know, pool? Mm-hmm. So, world record. The longest billard game was in Colorado Springs. And... They had a game for a hundred hours straight. Well, those guys must suck. Well, I couldn't. <laughs> it didn't tell me what bar it was because we were looking at bars to go play billiards, you know. So that would have been cool to be at the bar where this world record was held. Yeah, hundred hours. Speaking of another oh. thing that you can do there, um, one of our one of our night last nights we were there. I think Saturday or Friday, we went to this place that was basically like a uh, arcade sort of. But it was also a bar, and it had um, it had go karts in it. Yeah. So you can get in it, and you can race go karts. Like the main middle of the building was a go two go kart uh, tracks actually. And right, and they had different levels. So the bottom was the kids. Yeah, the bottom was the kids one. So you didn't have no alcohol up there. But if you go upstairs, there's like a fucking DJ. There's a bar, mm-hmm. so you can get fucked up and just watch people race. And you can be drunk and race, right. which I think that's drinking what Tiffany and did. driving was not a, a rule nope. over there. You, you can, can drink be and like drive there, plastered and just go jump. And like the the adult ones were a lot faster than the kid ones. Yeah. So you were going. I think it was like going forty. If I'm not mistaken. It's fast. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty fast, and it was a good track. And then when the one upstairs was was uh dark and it was like lit up with leds so 
well, the one downstairs was just, you know, regularly, regular lit lights. Yeah. But when you go upstairs, the bar was pretty cool, too. I mean, we uh, ordered these nachos, and we barely made a dent in it. Yeah, it we was, didn't even finish it. The it was, food was pretty good. Yeah. The, um, um, another thing that you can do there that costs a little bit of money, but it's probably, it's most likely worth it. We haven't done it yet. It's uh, called Cave of the Winds. Yeah, we need to do that, too. And I've been on the train ride before, the Royal Gorge. Yeah, I, will, I have to take. I haven't been on a train ride yet. Uh, there's also um, in the spring and summer you can also go white water rafting. Yes, I've been to that too. That is absolutely amazing. You don't have to be athletically inclined for that. Just be aware. Yeah, if you really like, you're going to fly out of the boat. Because when I went, I was you know a lot smaller then, so <laughs> I kept flying out of the boat. My uncle Howard just kept grabbing me by the vest and throwing me back in the boat. So if you're like 120 pounds and under, you're going to fly out the boat to so make sure you're secure, secured and you have your hands set or have someone big and tough next to you to throw you back on the boat, mm-hmm. you know, but it's very fun, but it's about four or five hours long of nothing but paddling. Yeah. And but even then it's like, just know so how to swim. <laughs> say if it's like a Saturday or something and you're living in Colorado or Saturday and you're on vacation, you can be like, huh, today we're going to go white water rafting, rafting and it's going to sp- like it's gonna cost I don't know what fifty bucks. Ours was free. Yeah, because y'all Trevor was running. Uh, no, dude. it wasn't. It wasn't Trevor. It was their cousin Casey. He was an instructor and he had his own boat. Okay. So if you know somebody. But even if you didn't, it's probably like what fifty bucks. I can't give your estimate. Yeah, but we have to pretty much ask. Trevor. I know Cave of the Winds is like fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. And like different packages though. What that is is like it's literally a cave like where like bats stay. Yeah. And you go in there and it like it, I think there's water in there mm. and there's a bunch of like nice like lights and stuff and whenever the wind blows it creates like this crazy sound that's like fucking awesome and it's like it's really like it's really a nice like view like aesthetic place to go. Yeah. And it's called Cave of the Winds. And there's a uh, there's also another uh little trail if you end up going it's called a uh, Garden of the Gods. That's like I think that's the first trail you and I have ever gone on. Yeah, Garden of the Gods is one of like the the biggest attractions in Colorado Springs. Again, it's free. You don't have to pay for it. Just walk uh, in there. You know, just they have the they have the gift shop that you go in. Yeah, I wish that gift shop is amazing. But uh, right, that's by Balanced Rock, Colorado. Uh, Garden of the Gods. It's like it's basically just like a. It's orange rocks. Yeah, orange <laughs> rocks that are fucking tall and you can climb And they some have of like them. certain rocks look like certain things. So they have like the ones called the kissing camels and yep. it's two rocks and it looks like two camels kissing. Yep. You know, it's it's very it's a, a very good trail. And yeah. uh, it's pretty long. There's different ways you can go. And I don't think we've ever walked all of it. I don't think it's pretty big. No, because we kept getting distracted and kept going past the little signs. It's yep. Like, don't and disobeying don't the law. Don't climb here, and we did. Don't worry, we were safe. And I, I actually fussed him a good couple times when he wanted to go closer Hi- and closer to higher. a cliff. Yes, yeah. and I was like, Tyler, we're not natives. We're not Trevor. We haven't been here for ten years. Stop trying to climb. <laughs> but. Yeah, just be very cautious. But it's it's even really fun for kids. When we went last year, we brought the boys with us, and they enjoyed it too. I just can't wait for 
I can't wait for us to go again with all of our friends. Right. It's going to be nice being a hostess and, you know, you have to show them around. Yeah. And then like kind of like we're going to be enjoying ourselves, but it's like we're curating them enjoying themselves. Like Mm -hmm. they're enjoying themselves and we know it's because of us. (laughs) It's like. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to bring big obs to the mountain. Yeah. The the zoo. God. They have a grizzly bear. And, you know, I forgot the name of it. What's those things that bring you to the top of a mountain when you go skiing? Uh, just, I don't know what they're called. I uh, can't think of the name of it. See, we're not from there. Nope. We don't we don't see that on the daily. But at the zoo, they have it to where it brings you all the way to the top, and it brings you to the grizzly bear exhibit. Yep. And then you have to, like, walk down these stairs. Which is very rare, by the way. Right. Uh, we, we, Me and Victoria got in an argument with it, uh, about that one time. I was saying that, um, that, like, something like she wanted to go to the zoo. I didn't want to go to the zoo or something like that. And she said she wanted to see the grizzly bear. And I was like... A lot of zoos have fucking grizzly bears. It doesn't really matter. And we looked it up, and like I think no. Colorado is like one of the only places in all of America yeah, that, that has, has a grizzly, grizzly bear. bear. Like no place has them apparently. Right, it's very rare. And then they have the moose, and yep. the moose that we seen actually died. Yeah. So now they have a little a, a little, little baby, baby moose. moose, and I can't wait to meet him because Brittany says he's adorable. Yeah, but basically they have the little the little chair thing that brings you to the top of all of the mountain, and you start from up there. And you come down slowly, and that's like pretty much the zoo. It's it's really cool. Yeah, sometimes it's, a, it's, it's a snowing lot of fun. up there. They had like some weird, bizarre animals I never see. Like they had. Um, yeah, they did. I remember the neck and mole rats. Now that's a stinky exhibit. It was really stinky because it was indoors, and you walk in and it had like these little tubes, and it literally was just naked rats, <laughs> and it was the creepiest just thing the you ever see. Little fuckers. <laughs> it's not. It's not the little mole rat that you see on Kim Possible. It's misleading. <laughs> They're very stinky. <laughs> yeah. They even had wolves in there, I think, I remember. Didn't they have yeah, wolves? Yeah, they had wolves. Yeah. Yep. Which, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, that zoo's like I mean And it's big. Bring your walking shoes because you're literally on an incline the entire time. Yeah. So if you have a stroller, you'll be getting a workout that day. Yeah, big obs would love that. She would. And like they had remember the giraffes that now they have like a deck set up to where the giraffes are at the top. You know how when you go to zoos, you're at the bottom of their feet, right? Yeah. Over there, you walk up these steps and you're able to feed them and they like wrap their tongues around your hand and like stick them. Now, wash your hands, but that's a lot of fun. You know, our zoo doesn't have that to where you can just feed the giraffes and they lick the food out of your hand. Yeah, they do. But you're at eye level with them. Yeah, they do. They do? Yeah, Audubon Zoo has that. But I think the giraffes have to bend down, don't they? Oh, uh... No, I think they're eye level with you. Like you walk mm. right out of the uh, yeah at Ottoman Zoo, you walk right out of the alligator exhibit thing, right? And then you walk a little bit and you go left, and the giraffes are right there. But I right, don't. Right, but we were we were at ground level with them. No, no, I mean they gotta bend their necks down just a little bit, but like, yeah. I, I just like their setup of the giraffes better because you were eye level with them. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And they all were up by you. It was like a little, the deck was like a circle. And they had dispensers of food everywhere. So you wasn't feeding them your food. You were feeding them, you know, just 25 cents and you got like a whole bag of food. Yeah. To feed them. That's one of the things I regret about the last trip. I, I wanted to go to the zoo, but honestly, I just forgot all about it. Until if we, we would have stayed for two weeks, I'm pretty sure we would have done everything we wanted to. But we God, imagine being on a vacation for two weeks in Colorado. <laughs> We'll have it one day. You know? I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, uh, it was awesome being in Colorado for a week, and uh, like we the well, we kind of brushed on it a little bit whenever we started this podcast. But it's like, if we could bring our house and our family up there, 
yes. then it's like yeah i would never want to fucking leave but i'm not gonna lie like towards the end of the trip i was like i miss my motherfucking bed bro and yeah i was like man Jesus. if i could just bring if i can convince larry to go up there everyone can go up there and then we'll be content i have my cats i have my family that'd be the ticket <laughs> you can convince uh your grandfather because he yes. could just buy up everything yes he would <laughs> <laughs> he could buy us we just gotta convince him <laughs> yeah right he would fucking like keel over because yeah. of the air yeah my my grandfather he's literally he's like my best friend so I, I would never go anything go anywhere without him so that's why we haven't moved out yet to be honest but he's a, a very big homebody and he lives deeper in the state than we do like he lives probably like what 45 minutes away 30 minutes away yeah and he he doesn't like to leave the bayou that's at all thing, that that dude that bought that honestly bothers me it's like the there's type people. of person there's that people that never leave the bayou never leave not only do they never leave the bayou but they never leave louisiana they're just no. in louisiana all of their life and they never experience any other part of it's so crazy to me right and majority of my family is like that and i was like no there's so much more to see out there i just can't wait to get out of the country one day and just look beyond you know i want to go to canada i would hate the no i want to go to europe i think that should be the first country that you and i go to canada Canada, i think so too because it's like you don't got to go over the water when you fly there that Mm -hmm. would make me very nervous to go to another country where i gotta be over water for like i don't know you have to prepare yourself for it because you don't like air uh, airplanes no, and that's going to be a long plane ride. We, we have to stop at airport, airport after airport. They're growing on there. me. Like airplanes, I'm, I'm, I'm a uh, way less than I used to be. But having say, if you were to go from um, the states to Europe, like France or Germany or something, about like ten hours of that flight is just straight Atlantic Ocean. Right. And, that's and there's pretty no fu- stopping. That's pretty fucking <laughs> scary. I'm not gonna lie. Right. That's scary. Because I mean, I want to go to Ireland. Yeah, Ireland would be cool. You know, that's one of the cool things about us having uh, Shanna as a as a friend. Yeah, she just has to pretty much ride with us, you know, show us everywhere she went because Shanna's very adventurous. That'd be really cool for us to show she like go stay with her mom for a little bit in France, and then we're like, hey, oh no, her mom's not in France no more. Let's go uh, to this place in Europe, and she's just like, yeah, we have a place to stay. You can just come over here. That'd be cool. Yeah, her mom actually lives in the Caribbeans now the hell yeah her all her, her entire family's adventurous like her sister lives in new mexico and her mom lives in the caribbeans and it was just like an impulse move let's just get up and move there you know so i uh, she may have other family members in france but i'm sure everyone just kind of got up and move it's not like here down here the entire family can stay in our little small town and be content for the rest of their lives that's just because they're they're ignorant you know, they just don't know any better. Right. I, I think it's, they don't know what's out there. They think this is the best you're going to get probably. But there's so much more to see. Yeah. Louisiana has, done. not a lot. Louisiana has its charm. Oh, it but, does. But I think that if you're not from here, I don't see the charm. Well, not everyone's adventurous. You know, a, a lot of people are happily dying on their deathbed knowing, well, I have my family here and that's all I need, you know? And family is important but like you said it's very important to look out and see what's out there yeah you know that's that's kind of going aligns with you think that we're the only living beings in the galaxy you know we're I, not 
you know, you don't believe in aliens. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it goes along the lines of, like, ignorance a little bit. Right. It's if like, you mm-hmm. honestly think we're the only living things out there, then that's crazy. Yeah. You know, we're literally, like, a dot. That's all we are. <laughs> Our galaxy, not Earth. The galaxy is just a little speck in in, in space. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? Whenever you're standing, um, that's one of the cooler things about going to Colorado is like whenever you're standing next to the mountains it makes you feel very small you're like dude like wow like this is the world yeah and, and I'm just this tiny little fucking thing that has like no relevance to any of this no nothing like, at all I loved I love seeing Tiffany's face when she looked at the mountains because it was like a kid looking at Mickey Mouse for the first time she was just like oh my god and I was like you okay she was like this isn't real right I said no it's real she says no this is Disney World rocks she was like, look, there's netting. I was like, they have the netting so the rocks don't fall on you while you drive. That's, yeah. not, that's not Disney World rocks. This is real. This is Earth. Yeah. One of the one of the cooler things that I like whenever you really get to experience the mountains is whenever, like, whenever you're hiking up the mountain, it's one thing. And whenever you finally get to your destination and you're kind of, like, looking at everything, you're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And you could just sit there forever, for sure, right? Right. But... I tell you what, if you're driving to, um, like, say, like, Salida, mm-hmm. and you're in the, you're on a road, and there's mountain to the left of you, and there's mountain to the right of you, and you just look out of your window, and all you see is mountain, and you look to the left of your other window, and all you see is mountain, like, being in between the mountain like that, I love that shit. Like, you that's You really cool. enjoy the Royal Gorge train ride, because that's literally all it is. You're between mountains the entire ride. Yeah. And when I went... What's also interesting is Amish people live in Colorado. <laughs> yes, they do. And let me tell you. If you haven't heard that right yet, yeah, there's total, Amish people. Yes, I have total respect for them. I'm not making fun of them. I'm going to point that out. But I went on the train ride and it was like teenage Amish people. It was like little boys and little girls. And the boys had like the little suspenders and their slacks. And the girls had the little the little things in their hand and the cute little dresses. I was in love. I was like, oh, my God, it would be so weird to ask for a picture because first, I don't think they believe in that. <laughs> I don't know what they believe. Right. In. <laughs> well, I, they don't believe it. Like I see one sitting on a bench at Walmart. I was like, oh, you're not supposed to be here. That bench was created by technology. Yes. So anything that was like in our civilization, they didn't do, you know. Brittany said there was a couple times she were on the side of the road and they, they were riding their carriage with a horse. It's real. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Can you hilarious. imagine passing by you on the way to work and you just got this carriage and this horse passing right by you? Yep. And then he parks at Walmart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> but no, I was in awe of them because there was so much of them and maybe they were on a field trip or something because a train ride is technically not technology. It's No, yeah. So maybe they were allowed to go on a train ride and see the mountains. And it was it was pretty neat. I'm not going to lie. I stared at them. <laughs> maybe it was very uncomfortable for him. I apologize. But it was it was neat to see like a different culture there. One that's like trapped in like, I don't know, um, 18 fucking 60. Mm-hmm. And they didn't talk to regular people like us either. Like they didn't look at us or anything. Maybe because they can't you know socialize with us maybe they just didn't feel comfortable to but it's no, i think it's i think it's highly i think it's highly uh against their i guess religion culture, or religion. culture right so because i think if they talk to one of us they're gonna like want to indulge in our culture more maybe so right. they don't even like try to dabble in it like a little bit could you imagine living in 2021 and not having a fucking cell phone 
Like, I mean, how? if you were raised without, I mean, you got to think about our parents and our grandparents. They did it. But you know, like, you know that there's other shit out there. Like, you know, a television is a thing. You have to. You know that cars are a thing. Well, I, I think it's if you were raised. In you it. know that potato chips are a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what a Hershey's bar is. They they live to do chores. I really think that's what they do. They they live for chores and you know, get married and have children. I think it's just all depends on what you're raised in. You think it's normal, you know, and that is normal for them. There has to be a lot of people like that grow up in that culture that get to be like 16 17 and are like fuck this well i think it was like okay maybe it was gray's anatomy i can't think about it it was a show you notice what a fucking washer and dryer is and you're like why am i doing this like why am i having my my clothes on a fucking hanger outside (laughs) well it was a tv show maybe it's just because it's a tv show but i think it was gray's anatomy it was some kind of um tv show in the er but this girl left the amish community to go live in the world and her parents were told to disown her and abandon her because she left the amish culture and like she was back in the hospital because she had like major ovarian cancer or something like that and they came back and they brought her back but they were allowed to look at her um her friend because her friend was also amish so they were told to abandon their child because she decided to leave the Amish culture. Now, I don't know if that's real, but Sounds if it right. is, you know, you can't just be like, okay, guys, I'm here for Christmas. How's it going? You know, no, if you're going to leave the Amish people, you're you're gone. That's it. You're irrelevant to them now. Hmm. I don't know. I have to look into it. Maybe it's a thing. Maybe it's not. I don't know. They probably have their own little villages there that they don't ever... They're probably the down to buy people of Colorado. <laughs> they probably stay in a little Amish, Amish village forever and they never go out because God forbid them ever stumble upon Denver and they're going to want to blow their fucking brains out. <laughs> There's also something else I found out that you would find really cool. So Colorado is the home of one of the largest preserved sets of dinosaur boats. In Picket Wire Canyon. Oh yeah, uh, Trevor was telling us. Yes, about that. that that little Death Valley thing that he brought us on. Uh-huh. He says at the end of it, you could find fossils. Yeah, you can legit go out there, and there's a whole area where if you start digging, you'll lef- you'll find legit ass fossils out there. Like it's weird. Right. You can go and out the, there and just see them. The first Stegosaurus fossil was in was found in Morrison, Colorado. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the very first. Stegosaurus. The only thing, the only thing with that is, is like, don't you think that if they had fossils out there, they would that like, um, paleontologists would dig them up and sell them to museums? Like, why would they just keep majority of them? They probably would, but some of them they're probably not allowed to. Maybe it's like a legal thing. You know, they just they have to stay there. Maybe they they found those bones already, and they don't really need it for research, so they're gonna keep it there for people to see. Yeah. You know, but I don't think we're gonna able to touch or see the first stegosaurus bones i'm pretty sure that's preserved somewhere in a lab but yeah colorado is very interesting i kept i kept trying to find cons and literally their cons were not even good enough to even talk about no it was very little bit their cons are it's property taxes are that's probably the biggest one yeah if you want a house high living it's expensive that's just about it really right which is weird but i guess it's like i don't know if I'll just put it away. If you like weed, it's the place to be. 
Well, maybe that's why it's so fun to live there. Maybe everyone's always stoned. I mean, when we were passing by some of the, you know, like Maggie's Farms and stuff like that, they had older people just popping on out with their little baggies of weed, you know? Yeah. Well, whenever you go, whenever we went to eat out at a bunch of places, you look around you and everyone else that's eating, you can tell they're high while they're eating. Oh, yeah. You you can can tell some people were stoned. Fuck yeah. Like, that's just, (laughs) like, I bet. Colorado before the legalization of weed was probably like this no man's land. And I bet <laughs> after after weed got legalized, I bet they just fucking flooded that poor place and just boosted it. They literally had a weed shop every corner. There's a place called uh Gas and Grass. Yep, Gas and get Grass. Get your gas and you're going to get your grass. <laughs> yeah, and the windows are tinted so that you can't yeah, you like can't see, see what's inside. inside. Right. Yep. So little kids don't know what Gas and Grass is, but <laughs> Yep, and if you're from, I said this earlier, but if you're from Louisiana or if you don't have a Colorado license, they will tax you harder than somebody that's from mm-hmm. that place. So if you're going there, they do do that. Yeah, if you don't have a Colorado license, they'll it, charge you like 2 $3 more or something like that. Yeah, and obviously if you're flying there and you're flying back, you cannot bring your weed with you. Right. And, <laughs> oh, 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 another thing. If you drive there and you're driving back, there is cops that routinely stop people with non-Colorado licenses. Mm-hmm. When we drove back down, we had billboards yep. of like lawyers saying, "Want to bring your weed back?" And then it was like, "Yep, you want to get out numbers? Yeah, get out of those charges. I got you." So they have mm-hmm. like legit all lawyers. over Texas too. Yep, they have legit lawyers that are set up for that shit to get you out of it if you get caught by a cop because you have weed in your car. Right. So don't do it. You know, be prepared. <laughs> Yeah, apparently there's a whole fucking market out there for busting people with weed in their car. So, you know the the famous line, America the Beautiful by Catherine Lee Bates? Yeah. You hear it? Mm-hmm. That was actually inspired by Pikes Peak. Hmm. So, another great reason why Colorado's so amazing. <laughs> it inspired <laughs> America the Beautiful. Yeah. Shows you how great Colorado is. You know, we we could sit here and talk about it, but I know it's kind of like we can literally can go. Express we can literally we go forever. And one of the things that annoys me is whenever you're there and you try taking pictures, none of the pictures that you take of they the mountains justify. are any. They don't do it justice at all. No, like, so it's like I almost don't even want to take any pictures because like I take a picture and I'm like, oh my god, this should come out great. It should look just like right. the way my eyes are. But it it goes to like a a farther view than what you see with your eyes too because the camera doesn't catch it like how you would catch it yeah so it's, it's, so it's like i sent it to the group chat of all my friends and all like almost nobody responds because you have to be there to, to really know. appreciate it mm-hmm. it's a whole nother thing and it feels great too like the air up there is fantastic like our spring no ours uh yeah their summer is our spring yeah. It does not get hotter than 80 degrees there. Never. It's like maybe se- mid-70s right. is the hottest And in their spring, you're wearing shorts and a jacket. Yep. It blows my mind. Shorts and a t-shirt, really. Yeah. Well, I wore a jacket a couple times in their spring because it was like a little chilly that day or something. Yeah. But you could do that because you don't have to worry about your mascara running down your face or your hair frizzing up like you do over here. <laughs> No, and I'll tell you, like, whenever we, uh, whenever I went to that jiu-jitsu gym, I kept saying it over and over again, but my lungs felt great. Like, I felt like my lungs were just fulfilled 
Like I felt like like my metabolism was just like going. Like it was weird. Like I yeah. felt good. What was the name of your uncle's gym? Uh, it's Elite. Yeah, Elite Martial Arts. Yeah, Elite Martial Arts in Castle Rock, Colorado. Yep. Right. So if you ever pass by and you're into MMA, I we strongly suggest that that gym. Yeah. He was the kindest people you ever meet. You know, yep, he, genuinely good people. Yes. I mean, he let me video because I don't roll. So I, I was the videographer that day and he had no problem with it. He was perfectly cool with it. Yeah. And they accepted Tiffany, too. Yeah. Tiffany never rolled or did any jujitsu at all, but they let her just throw a gi on and just learn how yeah. to roll. It was she pretty cool. with the little girls. I've never seen somebody. I've never been in a gym and seen a, a, a gym owner allow somebody to just say, hey, just throw this gi on us or fucking off. Like I've never seen somebody yeah. do that. Your uncle was very kind and even his wife, you know, they were they were really good people. Yeah. And the next time we go, we definitely have to stop by for dinner or something. And oh, I think so too. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, very good people. Okay, I'm running out of uh things. But <laughs> this is this is gonna blow your mind. So when you think rodeo, what's the first state you think of? I think of Texas. Okay, well, Texas ain't the first rodeo. Oh, let me guess. It's Colorado? It's Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was believed to be the first rodeo. Believed. So it's not like a fact. It's a theory that they think the first rodeo was in Deer Trail, Colorado in 1869. Hmm. So Texas, I mean, you got to step up your game. You're not, you're not the home of rodeos, apparently. No. Stop fucking saying it because it ain't fucking true. <laughs> Apparently it's old, it's old Colorado. <laughs> yeah, it's Colorado. You know, it, you do really kind of get that vibe too. Like, because Colorado was like a um, like a gold rush. It was part of the gold rush place. Like mm-hmm. gold of like the 18, like the mid 1800s. People coming all the way from like the uh, eastern parts of America where they first settled. They said there was like a the rumor of gold mm-hmm. in like San Francisco and a lot of Colorado. That's why the Denver Nuggets, their basketball team, is called the Nuggets. Cause That's why you got your little keychain. Yes. Which he's got a little keychain. Y'all, he grabbed it, and it was uh, it's water with gold in it. And then he was like, look, I'm going to get this. And it's a teacher on the side of it. I was like, why are you getting a teacher, babe? You're not a teacher. And he was like, oh, I didn't know it had names. So we had to go find Tyler for him. Yeah. But they're pretty cool. It had, like, the little Colorado flag on it. Yeah, it's cool. Like, um, Colorado... If you go to like Denver, like if you stay in Denver or if you stay in like um, Colorado Springs or like one of those. Boulder, I think we need to Boulder, Castle Rock, Pueblo. Mm-hmm. If you stay in any of those places, you. It, don't it, do Pueblo. It feels like a city. <laughs> yeah, don't do Pueblo. Yeah, don't do Pueblo. <laughs> kind of like their ghetto, sort of. Yeah. But even then, it's. It's a dangerous part of their. Even then, it's not. It's not really a ghetto. State. They pe- People keep calling it a ghetto. It's not a ghetto. I've seen a ghetto. It's not a ghetto. We live in the ghetto. I mean, not us in general, but I think Louisiana is just the definition of ghetto. Yeah, but um, <laughs> if you stay in like those state or those cities or whatever, you're going to obviously get like that city feel. But if you venture outside and say you go to like Aspen or something which like that. Which we haven't been yet, which but we're we haven't totally been yet, going to try. You you definitely get like that that Western like vibe. It has like that Western like 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 um colonized vibe like calling it like it has like a like a western vibe to it like if mm-hmm. you're not in the city like it still has those like colonization freaking vibes to it mm-hmm. like it, it it has that for sure and you gotta think about it colorado is also the home of south park and they even have a museum on that yep 
So there's museums everywhere in that place. Yes, museums they have are everywhere. Museums everywhere. There was a couple we wanted to go to, we just didn't have time to do it. So we totally gonna have to check that out. Yeah, cat you know. cafes. Yes, there's a cat cafe in Denver. Oh I really want to try out, but and we just the, didn't uh, have a chance to. And the springs, there's a hot springs that you can go there. Yeah, strawberry hot springs. Yep. I think was one of them. And actually, Colorado is uh, the biggest hot springs in the world. Hmm. Is in Colorado. Okay, it's huge. Like I seen a picture of it. It was like a huge, huge pool of like it was you know hot springs. Yeah, but I that, mean, that'd be a nice thing. land for it. That'd be a nice thing to do. That's one of the things I really wanted to do because there's nothing better than going outside and it being like really, really cold than just getting really, really warm. Like that's right. like the best feeling. Ever. I mean, I seen a TikTok. This girl was in Strawberry Hot Springs. She's in a bikini, but she has a beanie on and she has snowflakes on her beanie. But she's warm because she's in a hot springs and it's snowing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just it, it's big weird. chilling. It's weird. It makes no <laughs> sense. Their cold isn't cold. It's it's weird. Yeah, we we loved it there. But we wanted to do the hot springs, but because of COVID, they said you have to do like a ninety day ahead reservation. It was insane. It was ninety days. I ninety know days you have to do like it was crazy. Maybe because a lot of people want to go to it and they only can accept a certain amount because it's also a resort, like a inn. So you can sleep there. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like a little hotel. So when you get out of the pool, you can just go right up to your room and sleep for the night, you know. Damn. But I'm pretty sure it's it's pricey. I didn't know that part. Mm-hmm. So Brittany said some um, some spas or whatever you want to call them, hot springs, you have to get a hotel to be there. They don't just allow the public to go in. You have to buy a hotel room at least for two nights. Damn, so we're probably never going to be able to do that then. I think we'd be able to one day. Because like nine times out of ten, you're going to make a reservation and then you're going to be good and you're going to be set. And then you're going to get there and they're going to be like, I don't see your reservation, sir. Or some stupid shit like that. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be fucked. Mm -hmm. And it's probably expensive. That's probably one of the more expensive things um, in Colorado, most likely. Right. Probably like $100, something like that. I think it's going to be more than that. I, being that if you stay in a hot springs, um, you're probably looking at 200 $300 a night to stay there because it's in the mountains. Jesus. You know? So if you got the money, go do it. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be worth it. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I would rather, I, uh, one of the cabins that we get, hopefully we end up settling on a cabin that has a uh, hot tub on the deck. Yeah, we have a couple like of them in mind with the hot tub and a pool table. Yes. You're probably never going to want to leave the cabin, to be honest. Yeah, that's debatable, but <laughs> it's a possibly. You can go up there and just chill in the cabin. I mean, they have some very beautiful cabins up there. Yeah. The freaking, the vibes of the nighttime, if we're not like, say, like in Denver or downtown Colorado Springs, like having a good time, being, us being there during the night, I can see us being in the hot tub every fucking night. Yeah. Well, Maybe not because we're going to be there in the summer. But still, even then, during the summer, during the night, it gets kind of chilly. So you can still. Because the yeah. first time me and, me and you went, it was during the summer that year, too. And we went and they had a hot tub on their deck outside. Mm-hmm. And it was like fucking perfect. Right. Fucking yeah, we perfect. stayed in the hot tub, too. And it was chilly. Their yep. nights, even in the summer, are chilly. Yeah. So it's like perfect for a hot tub still. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Um, okay. So, you know how we went on 16th Mall Street? Yeah. There's a theory that outdoor lights, like Christmas lights, was invented on that street. What? Yes. This is outdoor lights 
It was invented by merchants along Denver, 16th Street, 16th Mall Street in the early 20th century. So, you know, just Colorado just keeps throwing crap at you. I could just continue to look and look at facts from Colorado. It's probably because it's probably because everybody's just vibing out high and they just come up with a bunch of good ideas for everything. Yeah. And if you ever do go to Colorado, like in Denver, 16th Mall Street is going to be fantastic. I mean, we went during the nighttime and nothing was really open and we still had a great time. Yeah, you know, there, we went to they had like um, little taco trucks. We went, to, and, we went to a random bar that had a live band there. Oh, I can't remember the name of the bar. I wish I could. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. We didn't stay there very long, but no. But we went inside and it had a live three man, like kind of like jazz band. Yeah, like. they had a trumpet, a piano, mm-hmm. and what was the other one? Just a singer, I think. Huh? That oh. was pretty cool. Like actually, like if you're in Denver, that would be something. Like a next guitar. time, That's next time we're in Denver, that'd be something pretty cool for us to do. Like. So you go into a bar, you grab a couple of drinks, you buy, sit down, you grab a couple you drinks, vibe out, vibe out for a little bit, and then you leave, go and then to you're like, one. you're like, oh, that one looks cool, and then you go in there and you do the same thing, and then you, you know, you leave and you just repeat the po- right. repeat the process. That'd be pretty fucking cool. I noticed there are homeless people now. They realize there's a lot of homeless people in Colorado, which totally breaks my heart. They're um, different than the homeless people that we would have in new orleans they're not as aggressive no because i remember we were walking down bourbon street it was midday this was before covid this was years ago it was our anniversary actually and we were walking down and these men just like i had i was like clenched onto my bag and they were hurtling over us asking for money and they were like inches away from us there was no space at all and you kept pushing them off of us because they were like want us because the street was busy because you know it's bourbon street and they were just really aggressive and very close and they weren't really that respectful they were just i mean i guess because they were desperate for money but yeah in denver not in in louisiana they'll come up to you be like hey you got money for cigarettes or something like that but i think we only came across one homeless person in colorado that wanted cigarettes Every other homeless person that we came across was begging for food. Like we went into that jazz restaurant and he was just asking for food. And you don't get that every day in New Orleans. They don't, even in our hometown, they will deny access to food because they either want just alcohol or cigarettes. Yeah. Which I don't support that. If you want something, I'm going to get you some food or like clean, you know, deodorant or something if you want to clean up or something. But if you're going to ask me for a cigarette, it's always going to be a no, you know? Yeah. So well, I'll, up there they're asking for food all yeah, the time. Yeah, New Orleans uh, homeless people are a lot more aggressive than Colorado mm. uh, homeless people. I don't know why, but they just are. But it's um, the heat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're fucking annoyed all the time. Um, mm-hmm. But they have some very talented homeless people in New Orleans, like that freestyle rapper that we always pass by. When yeah. we, I don't know if he was homeless, but he was there every single Pelicans game we went to, and he freestyle rapped, and he was amazing. Yeah, that's he a was talent really for good. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was saying that I was talking to you and Tiffany about it. What's fucked up is in Louisiana, if you're homeless, it's it's going to be hard to come up from being homeless. First of all, that's going to be a hard thing to do. But if you're homeless in Louisiana, your path to like eventually getting on your feet seems a lot easier than it would be in say Colorado, because there's people that go out to Colorado like your family that they're saying, hey, it's uh, fucking expensive here. 
and they all have established jobs and they are, you know, they've been there for years. So imagine like a homeless person that's living in fucking Denver, Colorado. Like, how do you possibly build yourself out of that hole? No, because like, it's, how do you it's do it? so expensive. How we, do you do it? We were on 16th Mall Street, right? And we parked and it was about to snow. It wasn't even snowing yet. Like I said, we got about two feet of snow that night. It was thick. And these homeless people are like hurled. They were in like fetal position on the ground with a blanket over them. And I was like, oh my God, are they just going to sit there in the snow the whole time? And when we got back, they were covered in snow, still underneath their blankets and didn't move. Yeah, because the ground gives 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 them warmth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but my point, like my point is, is like, how do you get out of that? Like you, like you, I don't lit- think you really do. You would literally have to somehow get out of Denver. You Colorado. would have to find a way to earn enough money to get to the fuck fly out. out, or like to yell or to get out, because who knows if the homeless people have up to date license. Yeah, it's you it, know, it's sad. It is. And like literally you can ask them any chance I got if someone was asking for food I, I gave leftovers. I mean it, it broke my heart and Yeah, it it's weird. Uh I'm glad we got on this topic cuz and I'm glad you said what you said um because the vibe of the homeless people really is different because the the homeless people in New Orleans, they almost feel like you owe them something. Right. Like they're like Like a, you're the reason why they're out there. Yeah, like they have like this little attitude to them and they feel like like if you don't give them something, they like get kind of like a little fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But the people, the homeless people in Colorado, they're like they were very blessed. They're nicer. Cool. They're right. nicer, and they're like they're like okay, awesome. Like you gave me something. Like I really appreciate that. Like, but like in in New Orleans, if you give somebody something, like sometimes they don't even tell you thank you. They just fucking go on with their day. Like right. And there was some there was some homeless people I would give something to and they're like, bless you. Yeah, for sure. But there was this one time I gave this homeless man some food, right? I think you were with me. And we passed by not long after and the food I gave him was just still sitting there. He didn't even bring it with him. He didn't even touch it. And that kind of pissed me off. I mean, I, I understand if you're not hungry at that moment, but you're homeless. Pack up that food and eat it later. You don't know when you're going to need it. You know, if someone gives you something, be blessed no matter what. You know, but yeah, that's just how it is at times, I guess. Well, honestly, like, I didn't feel like there was a lot of people, like a lot of homeless people in Denver, like everybody was saying. Like, it didn't seem that bad to me. Mm-hmm. There wasn't as much. I feel like if you go to fucking New Orleans, there's homeless people literally everywhere. No, I... Maybe because I've been on the streets, because I was on the streets of New Orleans, uh, of Denver before we went last week, and they had homeless people in every corner. But maybe it's because of COVID that they weren't out so much this time, or because of the winter. But a uh, last time, he didn't see. Maybe because he wasn't playing close to detail. But literally every corner we passed, they had tents, and they had people. It was like a herd of homeless people, literally like every mile at least. In this in this city, but maybe you know, just pay attention next time you might see them. But they're definitely there, and I I find there's more in Denver than New Orleans. No, definitely not. I will disagree with that. <laughs> I guess we just have to go and see. I'll point them out every time. I mean, I don't want them to become a tourist attraction. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't go <laughs> like, like look at that homeless person. <laughs> don't go, don't pin the tail on the homeless person. No. <laughs> <laughs> But but always, always try to at least give them a little something. If you have it, I mean, sometimes I have $10 in my account. I'll spend $3 just to get them food. Yeah. You know, it's Just do what you can. Yeah, it's not, it's not like, 
I mean, fuck it. You you'll spend you'll spend six dollars, seven dollars on some subway that you really kind of don't even need at that moment. Like you're kind of hungry because you kind of feel your stomach kind of rumbling, but you're not starving anywhere close. Like okay, get that. Wait. Buy a homeless person a fucking uh, a fucking six inch. Like it's not it's not gonna fucking destroy you to do that. And you also have to think. And you're not mo- you're not like you're not fucking like Republicans for sure have like a lot of people have like that cutthroat mentality or like right. well they can pull themselves Natural up from selection their, kind they can, of yeah thing. they can pull themselves up and get it back on their feet but yeah but I mean I think of it like this it repays you because it's one thing I don't like the people I'm kind of doing it now but I'm not trying to it's just because we're on the subject where they'll video themselves helping the homeless can't stand that don't brag about it on a video be like look i'm helping out this homeless person because you're doing it for the likes you're doing it for the views yeah it's a it's a selfless there's no selfless you just turn that selfless deed into selfish yep you know but there was this one time um this couple i was at rouse's now i kind of live paycheck by paycheck at times i'm not gonna lie and i went go get us a couple groceries at rouse's and i think my groceries were like thirty dollars and my card was declined, which is the worst feeling in the world is when the cashier tells you that your card declined, you get a terrible gut feeling. And uh, something took out of my account that I didn't know and it put me in the negative. So I was like, oh, well, I'm just not going to get them. And this old couple behind me bought my groceries for him. And this was before COVID. I gave him the biggest hug. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I was so grateful. So you know, it just, it kind of repays its time. You know, if you go to Chick-fil-A or Starbucks and someone buys you drink and then you just repay and you do buy the next person's drink, it comes, you know, people pay you back with kindness. You just yeah. have to be a kind person. Because like, uh, I, I know at one time, like I seen a, a homeless person that like had a sign that said like, I used to be just like you. Right. Which is true. Like you're like one, like for real though, like you're one or two things happening to you where you could end up homeless Mm -hmm. like not so much for me and you because we have like a lot lot of loving family members yes we have a lot of support no one will allow us to be on the street no fuck no but like still you could end up being homeless like pretty easily if you don't have a strong support family which and there's people out there that don't have family exactly some people don't have that uh thing to fall back on so you somebody that's in that sort that position you really are like one or two bad things happening to you where you could end up homeless like it, it it's right. not hard one mistake and you're out on the streets you know yeah. and it's it's crazy to think that people don't have loving parents out there or siblings or anyone just to help them know, it right? kind of makes you appreciate what you have because you know we both come from big families i mean our wedding we invited over 200 people and over 200 people came we didn't even have seats yeah it's like it was crazy. I did not expect everyone to show up. Yeah, it's People like, do you to have to support us? Do you really have no one in your family at all that's like doesn't want you homeless? <laughs> right. Yeah. And our our family, they're being crazy right now. They're trying to uh, get grandkids out of us. But <laughs> he's giving me a face. <laughs> but that's how big the support system is. I mean, we got his dad and my mom fighting on who's going to get the grandkids first, you know. And then we have our friends. And, you know, our siblings, they're like, no, I'm going to have the kid this day. We're just pretty much never going to see our children when we do decide to have kids one day, you know, because our support system is so strong. That's how strong it is. People want our kids even before we even thinking about them. Yeah. 
and not everyone has that some moms are out there and their baby daddy leaves them and they're left with this child and they have no parents to support them and they have to live on minimum wage and maybe two to three jobs at a time and forced to leave their child with some babysitter that they don't know so they can make a living and that that happens that's out there and I, I give props to those single parents out there doing that. That's that's hard shit. You know, we were raised with single parents. And they still had a hard time, but they still had family. So can you imagine how much harder it, it would be for them if they didn't have, you know, if your mom didn't have Naomi or if my De- mom didn't definitely. have a Paul, my mom. Definitely. You know, we would be in a, in a bigger rut than we were as kids. For sure. So it's out there. Do you know uh take <laughs> Take a guess how long this has been going. I don't know, two hours? It's close. An hour and 47. Hey, you, you go like three hours with some of your friends, so. Do you want to go longer? I mean, we can. I can talk all day if you want. I know you, know you can I'm talk all day. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I don't know. I mean, is there anything from our Colorado trip we're missing? Uh, No, I don't think so. I mean, we were talking about other states we wanted to visit, so if anyone knows... You know, something that's just as great as Colorado, we'll give it a try. You know, I think I told you I wanted to do Utah one day. Like one day, one week. Yeah. We'll go visit Utah. I'm interested in uh, Utah. Um, like Boston. Uh, I want to go to Boston. Yeah, like the, a little bit on the, like the east side, too. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I would like to stroll through New York, Boston. At um, least once. I don't think New York would be a great place for us to live. No. I don't think we would like the New York lifestyle. No. But it would be a great visit for a week, you know, just to see it. I think so, too. I mean, uh, it's kind of expensive there. Like, uh, it, like I would want to be in the city all the time, just like anyone else would in New York. Right. So. If you get someplace out there, it's not going to be in the city because it's dumb fucking expensive. So you'd have to drive to the city every day. And driving in the city is like kind of horrible because of the traffic. I don't know. I would definitely like to. I would rather go to Boston or like New Jersey or uh, Long Island or. We need to do California. And um, we're actually planning on doing Family Feud uh, tryouts in November. That's when they are. And if we pass that, we're going to be getting California. So I think California is the same thing. It'd be a great visit, but it's probably not somewhere to live. Yeah. Next time Trey, uh, Trey goes out there sometimes. And next time he goes out, I want to go with him. Yeah. I think he goes out for Comic Con, doesn't he? Yeah. Right. But I think it's all canceled. It's been canceled for the past two years now because of COVID. Probably. Probably you know. so. I would <laughs> Amazing <also> COVID. <laughs> I would also like to go to Washington, not Washington, D.C., but Washington. Washington. And mm-hmm. Oregon. Because those are like great states to visit. Cause yeah, Tiffany's I think been to Washington and she says it was great. I think they're very, I think they're very similar to like Colorado in a lot of ways. Like those whole, like whole little bracket there. Right. I mean, I've been to, I think it was North Carolina. Which one has Myrtle Beach? I always get that confused. I think it is North. North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina is a great Don't state. Don't come in if I'm wrong, but we went to Myrtle Beach and that was even fun. Yeah. That I was w- great. I would like to go to North Carolina too. I heard South yeah. Carolina is not as good, but I would like to go to North Carolina too. It's funny. It's it's North and South. They're so different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tennessee is always a good one, even though every single person ever and Louisiana, Louisiana has been to Tennessee. Loves Louis. There is not a single per. There's almost not. There's not a single person that hasn't been from ten. Been, have to been to Tennessee. Everyone in Louisiana is obsessed like with vacation. Tennessee. They're like vacation. They're like Tennessee. 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 Yep. <laughs> every time. Tennessee is a great. 
and then they think that that's like the best place ever and tennessee fucking sucks well it doesn't suck but it's no, nothing it's compared pretty, to colorado it's pretty fine it's um i think it's because it's a shorter distance than colorado yes yeah, you think about it we drove to colorado how though like how if you look at it on the map though like tennessee's like almost as high as colorado is i think it's a 10 hour drive if i'm not mistaken yeah but it's like colorado's 20 like what well i don't know no, when we drove, Tyler, being impatient as he is, didn't want to stop for nothing. We got like nope. gas station food. He didn't even want to stop to get McDonald's. You know, we each did a ten-hour drive. I do not recommend doing ten-hour drives. Nope, it's horrible. Texas it's, is Texas. The upper part of Texas, you know, like the little rectangle area. Nothing. There's nothing up there. No civilization. So if you would have broke down, you would have been fucked because there was no service there was nothing nearby for miles one in there was not even trees there's nothing it was nope. completely flat you're lucky and it if you, was you're boring. lucky if you passed you're lucky if you pass through a little like hick town that has like two buildings we in maybe it. passed by two two of those and all they had was maybe like a little mechanic shop um a gas station and a couple houses yeah maybe a gas station and i can't believe people actually lived there yeah <laughs> If you, but wow. you, you said it right. Like a lot of portions of Texas, like if you break down out there, you are fucking fucked. You're, you're, it's, there's you're gone. no, there's, there's no help. We would be fucked <laughs> because we have no one that lives in Texas that, like, well, at least not that high up that can even assist us at all. No. But if you even call, like, say, I don't know, a fucking towing place, they're going to come fucking like a hundred miles out. And you're going to be charged. Yeah, a lot just to get your God, car. Towed. Imagine the possibility. The possibility for that little fucking Spectra to break down was so high, mm-hmm. but it never happened. It fucking thing chucked all the fucking way. Uh, look, I give props to Medea the Kia. She fell through. Okay, she she did not break down once in Colorado nope. or Texas or even New Mexico. Nope. she was a trooper there and back. <laughs> yes, and she drove us around a lot. Like we went everywhere in that car. No, don't get me wrong. She was making noises. She yeah. was ready to break. Yeah, she was letting us know when uh, that elevation was starting to get to her. Yes. <laughs> fuck this elevation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone in Colorado has like Subarus. Everyone in Colorado yep. has Subarus everywhere because of the four like all wheel drive. Right. And like we drove in the snow on the way home the night that we went out to Denver. And I thank God Trevor was driving because he's he lives in Salida. So he's used to that snow. Yeah. So he knows how to drive on those roads. And he he lives on the edge of a of a cliff, so he has to be careful. He's pretty much going to be gone. So he was a pro when it came to riding on the interstate, but being the passenger, it was scary because it was pitch black. We seen a car parked on the side. He wasn't parked. He, I guess, slid. He went into a pile of snow. His entire car was covered in snow. There was yeah. no way for him to get out. It was weird. It was like you have the road at a certain elevation. And then it was like a little drop off and mm-hmm. then the road was right there. It was like a like basically imagine a hill. Like a hill and then there's a road below the hill. Right. That road that little area below the hill was nothing but snow because it was like a like a like a trench right there basically. Right. And that, that area was like probably at least six feet of snow right there. And his whole car was covered in it. He was no fucking getting No, out. I was like, Oh, someone's sleeping in Denver tonight and then Trevor said that the police will come help you, but they won't pull your car out. They'll they'll bring you to a hotel or something. 
Like they'll just pick you up and they're like, oh, well, we have too much going on. We have more important matters. We're going to pull your car out in the morning. So you're stuck there. That's you know? rough. Yeah, that is rough because your car is going to be stuck there all night. And, you know, maybe it's best for your car because the snow may be kind of melted by morning. And then yeah, it'll be lucky. easier. But I don't. I think it's dangerous for people just to pull out cars like that unless someone's severely in- injured. Yeah, and if you're driving in a snowstorm, there's no such thing as a... No, like no lanes. Lines and lanes. There's, There's no, no such lanes. thing. Everyone just drives the way they feel fit. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't know, we've seen a car like that. If you don't know how to drive in snow, they have they put their hazards on. And to, Trevor said that when they had that on, it's to let people know, I don't know how to drive in the snow. Never drove in it before. And this car was literally going two miles an hour the whole time. And it, all the cars would pass by it slowly. But they knew, they're like, okay, well, that car never drove in snow before, so they have their hazards on. Yeah. So let's go ahead and move around them. Because if they don't know how to drive in snow and they start to skid and you're near them, you're fucked. That's it. You're, you're going to hit them. There's no, in a matter of seconds, you're going to be hitting that person. So Yeah, somebody that was driving in front of us wiped out like two times. Right, we've seen someone fishtail, like poor thing. You can tell his car was not made for the snow. I think it was like a... It was like a Jeep, like an old Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, it was so it was so small, and you could tell he did not have snow tires. He just kept skidding and skidding and skidding. He, he could not get back on the road. Yeah. And I hope he made a wise decision and to realize, let's park and call a taxi or something to get me out of here. I don't know. Just like, so if like, remember how like if you're watching The Office, how all of the, um, like how all of the cars are like really like dirty? Yes. Okay. Well, They're like filthy. I noticed it. <laughs> I noticed, I'm like, oh my God, why are all their cars so fucking dirty? Okay, I learned why. It's because they live in a state that snows. And when it snows, you get like a mixture of snow and dirt. And it just sticks on your fucking car. And that's why. Right. And I think it, it looked a little bit different than when we seen in Colorado. is because it was a set. So they used set snow. It wasn't real, real. So they tried to make it look authentic as much as possible. I don't know. Did they f- not film that in... Scranton? No. That was all in... Los Angeles. And I know that because... Those fucking whores. I, I listened to the Office Girls, and they talked about it. They talked about the snow at one point in one of their podcasts. And, you know, it's all in Los Angeles. The only thing that they filmed that were real was Canada. They legit went to Canada. Yeah, that's a point. That's actually a place... Like, I, I know we said it earlier. I would like to go to Canada. I would really like to go to Niagara and yeah. spend, like, a week in Niagara. Or maybe not, yeah, like a week in Niagara. I, I think that would be, be awesome. That would be a, an expense right there, you think, huh? Because it's like their biggest tourist attraction. Probably, I don't know. I always Never wanted to go, just because, I know it's corny, but I always wanted to go to Victoria, Canada, just because it's my name. I think it's that's actually near Toronto, too. Yeah. I think. I mean, they also have a holiday called Victoria Day. To celebrate, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's like Queen Victoria they're celebrating or something like that. But yeah, they have it. Totally want to do it. Just like they have a town out in Canada called Dildo, Colorado. <laughs> no, Colorado, listen to me. Dildo, Canada. There's actual people that live in this town called Dildo. And they were actually going to change the name when Queen Victoria was going to visit one day. Because they didn't want the queen to visit a town named Dildo. Aww. But then she canceled. She and they're like, wanted- oh, we're just going to keep the name now. <laughs> She probably wanted to visit there. Yeah, she was like, I want to visit because they're, you know, who doesn't want to be in Dildo? <laughs> and, then, 
I did, they were like, oh, we're going to change the name for you. She's like, nah, I'm not coming now. <laughs> yeah, really. You, you cramp. <laughs> you, you, you ruined the only good place of thing about this place, you fuckers. Yeah. yeah. We've been talking about Colorado. I accidentally said Colorado. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, we're, it's going to be stuck in our head. And now that we're home, I feel like I need to go back now. I just want to bring the cats. I just want to bring the cats and our people. I don't want to go back to work. Don't want to do that at all. Yeah, well, that's another, you know, just our luck. Just when we got home, me and my best friend Tiffany's vehicles broke down. Literally did nothing for an entire week. And yeah. they did not start. So we, right when we just got off the plane, we realized we woke up 2 o'clock in the morning because our flight was at 7. And it was about an hour and an hour and a half drive. So we've been up since early in the morning and we just got home from a long flight. Well, not long. It's three hours. But Tyler Two. doesn't like airplanes. So he was very stressed out <laughs> getting off that plane. There's no sleeping on a plane <laughs> for me. I, I, was, I slept like a baby. <laughs> I was tired, but I can't allow myself to sleep on a plane. It won't let me. No. Tell, tell her what you thought about on the plane. What? This, the plane ride back home. You said that you were more at ease. Oh, I'm not saying that. <laughs> Shut up. No, it was cute. If I'm you not, don't say it, I'm going to say it. I'm not saying it. No, <laughs> I'll cut your mic. <laughs> no. You're not saying it. <laughs> All right, whatever. Go ahead, say it. Okay, so he said that his plane ride was more easy this time because he says if he would die, at least he would die with me. <laughs> it was like, y'all, Tyler don't say many cute, adorable things like that because he's not really a romantic guy. <laughs> so when he said that... For a girl, that was a lot. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It it felt really gay coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not gay to be romantic. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I should say this, but this is what I'm feeling, God damn it. Yeah, no, I'm the romantic one in the relationship. It was, it, I've never been able to like stare at one spot and just be content with it more than whenever I was on a hurt. Yeah, you, I watched you. You literally did not move. You no. had like you were playing with like the little tray with your hand at one point. I remember that. Though I was like, I would sit like this, and then I would put my phone down, and I'd put my podcast on because in my podcast I know what's going to happen, so it makes me feel comforted. <laughs> I tried listen. I tried listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, one that I've never listened to before. And like the uncertainty of the conversation, like made me feel even more at ease, like not at ease. So I put my podcast on because I know the conversation. I know what's going to happen. Right. So I put that on and I put it in front of me just like this. I put the tray down and I just stared at my phone like this. Yeah. Especially when muscle. we were taking <laughs> off. When we would take off, he would not move a muscle. Nothing. Nope. And if Victoria opened up the fucking uh the window, the window, I, I was like, no. I cannot open up the window. And I, I sat by the window so I could see because I find it so interesting just to see us go up in the sky. Like I love it. I love air, airplanes. But Tyler wasn't doing it. I I kept like sneaking a peek whenever he went and look. <laughs> yeah, and he talked like even whenever like the 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 um the uh, pilot was like, all right, we're about to land. Whatever. Victoria opens up the window. I'm like, put that fucking window down. <laughs> yeah, he was not. <laughs> I was like, I just want to see the Mississippi River. <laughs> and then you took pictures, and then the pictures had clouds still. Like, we were in the clouds. Yeah, I was like, we were in no, the clouds dude. majority. Like, when we got near Louisiana, we were, like, straight clouds the whole time. One of the things, and I know, like, obviously, it's, like, basic, um, gen it's basic, like, common sense. But, like, whenever you're going from new orleans to colorado there's a lot of ascending 
like a lot of ascending. Yes, and, and until it's he because levels out. we're seven thousand feet above sea level, yeah, so they just he's just gonna keep going up. And then the round back was descending a lot. It was crazy. Like, um, it's about a it, what is it like a two hour flight? It's like three two, hour. It's three hour it's flight. Three hour flight. He he ascended for like probably I don't know an hour, and then. I don't know. I, th- I feel like he was ascending for at least two hours out of the flight. Like he was ascending a lot. Well, you slept a lot, but he True. he ascended for about an hour, and then I think well, I'd say probably like an hour and a half, and then after about an hour and a half, I heard the RPMs drop, and then we kind of like started to like go down like very slowly. Like we descended for that flight, that flight for it, the rest of the plane ride. It was weird. It was like he went up, he got where he needed to be. And then he was just like slowly going down, going where he needed to be, but mm-hmm. just going down. Right. It was like weird. Like Yeah. And if you ever ride Frontier, they have animals on the end of the like the <laughs> wings. Yeah. And it was so cute. And uh, I don't know who it was. They were like, well, why? Why did they have animals? I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's for the kids, you know, to make them feel more at ease for a plane ride. But on the way there, we were on Fallon the Falcon. And on the way back, we were on Wilson the Walrus. Yep. And it was it was so funny. They had a ferret. The late, the flight attendant said they have a possum. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I don't know. I don't know if it's because like I, I remember the last time we went to Colorado. Well, we uh, like the first time we flew there. Right. People have like this. Um, I think like, we were on United. The first. No, we went Southwest. Southwest. Yeah, Southwest. We did for Southwest that time. Um, but like people have like this this thing where they're like airports or like you know annoying like they're you you gotta wait a lot and like basically like airports have like this stigma of being like fucking frustrating yeah they have, we found people sleeping a lot in airports the first time we first time we went to Colorado we flew it wasn't bad like we went no. in and out pretty easily this time we went in and out easy as fuck like well the first time we went was at the old play uh the old airport this was our first time being in the new airport I mean you're I mean I was in the airport before to bring Brittany and Destiny yeah to the airport but, but i'm just saying like it wasn't a hassle like no, it, it went it easy like the airport bad. in new orleans is very very nice and it's very it spacious and the people like it was like the everyone at works there is like really nice they look like they actually want to be at their job right that's another thing in colorado when you go to a gas station me and tiffany showed up at the at the come and go and <laughs> The lady, she sounded Canadian, but she wasn't. She just, she was like, how are you, yay? And it was so, it was so cool. And she was very nice and bubbly and very happy. If you go to a gas station in our hometown, they look at you like they're about to die. Like, they just don't care. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I don't want to be here. This is the worst job in the freaking world. You're you're like one word away from getting stabbed. Right. Basically. <laughs> they give you like the biggest bitch face. They just don't care. Yep. Yep. And um, when you go up there, everyone's always so happy. I think that's a product of their environment. They know the mountains are outside. And yeah. Like, Dude, this is maybe so- it's the altitude in the weed. Altitude and weed. That's the key for happiness, apparently. <laughs> Probably so. I mean, <laughs> dude, you're working at a gas station. Why can't you be high? You know, like Alexa said that to me one time. She's like, she like she works at like a cell phone place, and she's like, she's like, why can't I'm selling people phones? Why can't I be high? She's like. If somebody came into the store and I was high, I'd want to help the fuck out of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. We, we've been around high people. They're they're fun. They're happy. Yeah. Because you're, you're stress-free. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you're working at a gas station. Like who wants to? Nobody wants to work at a gas yeah. station. You should definitely be able to be high while you're working at a yeah, goddamn I, gas station. Yeah, because I just wanted to take that woman and stick her in my pocket and bring her home because she was so she was so lively. Yeah, because she probably knows I get off at three. I'm gonna go fucking hiking, <laughs> right? Or I'll get off at three. I got a big fat ass joint that I'm gonna go fucking <laughs> like. She probably knows. <laughs> she knows she has like a lot of shit to look forward to when yes. she gets off. Or she knows she's like, huh? This is crazy. Things gonna happen where. Okay, I'm inside this building, right? And it feels great because the AC is on, right? Mm-hmm. And check it out. I'm going to walk outside this building and it's going to feel exactly the fucking right. same. Right. I hate it. I hate it when you go to work and you're in this very cool AC and you're living it up, you're working, and then the moment you step outside, humidity just hits you in the face and you got mascara running down or like, you know, I used to work at Marshall's, so get out to get buggies was like the most drastic thing ever. Because you come in and you're sticky and you're hot and your hair is all frizzy and, you know, you just got all cute for work and now everything's ruined because you stepped outside. It's literally the worst thing yeah. ever. It's literally horrible. Right. It's like so it was so bad the other day when we got off that if you move your fingers side to side, they literally had moisture between your fucking fingers. Right. It was weird, which is weird. It's like a thing I never really noticed before. And, you know, they say Arizona has the hottest summers, right? But it's a dry hot. So I don't even think their dry hot is nothing compared to our humid hot. No, fuck no. Because I think I would so rather be in a dry hot any day over humid. Just like dry cold. Rather be in a dry cold. Right. Dry is great. And oh my gosh, our our poor lips and we were were so ashy now. Our lips got so chapped because we're not used to it. I was living on lip balm the whole week last week. So think about that. Arizona gets hot as fuck, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like, it gets like 100, 100 degrees there sometimes. Well, no, it gets higher than that. I think like 110 at times. So there, 100 degrees is probably like Louisiana's 80, if I had to take a guess. I think, I mean, we got to 103 last summer, I think. That day was terrible. I remember that day. I didn't want to... I wish... On a hot days, you could just walk out with no clothes <laughs> because you just don't want to wear clothes on a very hot, humid day because it sticks to you. It's so weird. Like if you had to explain it, like the cold for sure. The cold here, like Victoria just said, it like sticks to you. Like it, it like it, you can feel it on your skin, like mm-hmm. the whole way. Like a like a breeze goes, and that whole breeze just. In suff- and suffocate your body. It feels like needles are hitting your skin when the wind hits you. Yeah, but in Colorado, if the wind hits or if there's any kind of cold, it goes right past you. It's weird. It's like, but it makes a difference in the way it feels. Right, and like Brittany said, their rain is even different. Our brain, uh, our rain, brain, our rain is very. Um, have you noticed a lot of our rain is sideways? It comes in sideways. Yep. It's a lot, and it's, like, very, very small. And she said when it rains up there, it's big pieces of rain. Like, it's big water hmm. balls. I don't know what to call them. And <laughs> droplets. <laughs> um, they look droplets, yes, but they were, they were big, and they were hard. So she said when it rained there, it, I guess maybe kind of like our hail. Maybe it was hail because it's always cold up there. So maybe they're, they're, it would start off as water, and it would just freeze halfway and make frozen raindrops dude imagine that, would that. Be snow but imagine that you just chilling going to work and then it starts raining and you're like oh dude check that out i'm in colorado and it's raining and then you fucking look up and you just get smacked with a fucking like a little <laughs> fucking thing of ice they got i looked at their map this morning and they're actually getting rain just rain in a couple of days 
Damn. See, that's rare there. It's right. like they said, uh, that's another thing. Colorado, it's really rare to rain. It hardly ever rains there. Just like California. Poor California. They yeah. need the rain. Well, and um, <laughs> by the way, since the last two days we've been in Louisiana, it's literally rained. Every. Every day. single fucking day. Yes. We were working on the cars. It's rain. rain. It's like. This morning. Oh, just bring us back to Colorado. This morning. Rain. <laughs> yeah. And it's not that nice little rain because some people really like it when you walk outside and it's like a little cold mist and it feels good. It's yeah. not that kind of rain. It's not cold. We get hot rain. Yep. So it's like boiling water touching your skin at times. Yeah. And it's so. And it rains during the summer. Yep. So while it's raining, it fucking sucks. And while after it's raining, it really fucking sucks. Yeah. After it gets done raining, it fucking sucks. Like it sticks. A, it sticks around all, the rest of the goddamn day. Like sometimes in Louisiana, you're going about your day, and I I work outside, so you work you're working, and then it ra- like before it rains, it gets kind of cool, right? You mm-hmm. start like, oh man, it feels fucking great. Then it rains, and you're like, okay, this fucking sucks because now it's raining. And then after it rains, you want to die. Right, because when the <laughs> rain when it rains during the summer, it's like putting oil in a skillet. Yeah. It's you can literally feel the ground steaming from the hot it's hot rain hitting hot <laughs> ground. So you just you literally like a freaking egg in a skillet at that moment. Yeah. And I know that because I was in band camp and for some dang reason band Loser. camp was always during the summer. What? <laughs> Nothing. Call me a nerd? No, I said loser, but yeah. Okay, you know, you do realize we've been dating since we were 16, so you fell in love with this band geek, so... That says nothing. No, it's just the sass you fell in love with? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I was like, because I was 16, so... Right, yeah. So, if y'all want to know how we met, we he was, um, he was looking for cute girls on Facebook, of course, came across me. He added me and said, and I asked, "Who uh, do I know you?" You know, like the typical, "Do I know you?" And then we just started talking, and then we met at school. I think like a couple of weeks later, and so the way our school set up, it's like uh, one big building, and then it has like cement all the way around, and the kids we would walk all the way around it, and people would just make laps around it. So me and my friends making a lap. He was coming around with his friends, and we passed by each other, and then. We like smiled at each other and I looked back. He was looking at my butt and I was like, oh, got him. <laughs> and then after that, I think we were friends for like a couple months because you were dating somebody else. Yeah. And then y'all were like off and on, off and on. And then when y'all were finally like completely off, I took my chance and slid in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I've been having it for nine years, you know. So it's doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> you just <laughs> sitting in the DMs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you just, I don't know, just the way you told that story. <laughs> I was respectful for your relationship. I didn't flirt with you when you were dating Megan. You know that we weren't flirting. We were friends. Talked here and there. We did not flirt. Uh huh. We did not. <laughs> uh huh. And uh, we broke up with Megan you know, finally. That would be so cool if somehow they should. There should be a way for you to go back and look at the text messages that you sent to somebody, but like years ago. Right? Oh, do we have old text messages? I think I still have my old Facebook, and so do you. We may be able to find them. They're probably cringy, to be honest. Um, um I kind of don't want to look at them. No, I, I think you can. <laughs> I think you can do that. You could definitely do that on Facebook. But I'm saying, like, 
I wish we can go back and look at like our text messages from back in those days. Like look at our, like our first text message we ever yeah, sent. Yes, from our old phones because you had the three. Yeah, I had an iPhone 3GS. 3. And I thought that was so cool because I didn't even have the iPhone 3GS. I had like, I don't know, I think I had a flip phone then. No, you didn't have a flip phone. You had like this like Blackberry looking thing, right? Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember either. No, why? But why did you send me that? <laughs> what? 2018. I think that was the stuff that your dad sent you, and then you sent it to me. So oh, no, we probably. don't have our own text messages. Oh, look, the deer from Colorado. Yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah, like I was saying, like it'd be cool if you can go back and look at like our first text message that we ever sent, and then just follow it down and just read it. Right. That would be pretty cool. Because sometimes, I'm not going to lie, like whenever I got bored at times, sometimes even today, like I'll go back and like look at like old messages that I sent to people just to see like, because sometimes, like you said, it's fucking cringy and you're like, oh, God. Yes, because Tyler was very, very cutesy back then. And if you know, high school relationships, it was, you know, it's that puppy love. We sent little messages to each other almost every morning saying how much we love each other. We appreciate each other. You know, it's just something you kind of did in high school. You just woke up to like these cute good morning letters. What? <laughs> we we obviously grew up. I mean, we still appreciate and love each other. We show it in different ways. It's just called maturing. But, you know, that's just what we did back then. <laughs> He's embarrassed. I'm, I'm exploiting him. I'm not. I'm just <laughs> thinking like you're like. You're painting this picture of like nothing but like puppy love and all the things that's because we did have puppy love. No, but the things that's the thing that's going through my head is like I'm thinking of like nudes. Oh my gosh! I can't <laughs> with you. You did not start getting nudes until like at least two years in. I was, you know, I was very conservative with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you gotta you have to realize you waited four years just for the deed. Which, I'm sorry, I will always give you props for it because I don't think I know anyone that would wait that long. Oh, thank you. I enjoy the props. Yes, because you were very respectful and you never made me. That's the biggest thing with with relationships is when a girl or even a guy makes the other person wait so long, they make them feel guilty. And that's what kills the relationship is, you know, you make them feel guilty for why they want, didn't want to do anything. And you never made me feel like that. <laughs> He never, ever made me feel like that. So maybe it's, you know, probably part of the reason why we stuck together for so long. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. uh, Do you think that we should wrap this up? I mean, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I mean, we could could do this again. This doesn't have to be the only time, but I'm just saying, like, it's like 8.38 right now. Oh, yeah. You have work in the morning. I have work. I don't have work until 11. Yeah. So I'm just I bet you, you know. don't. And I kind of want to watch Superstore. Oh, yeah. Oh, if, yeah. That's a, that's another show. That if you guys are not watching Superstore yet, jump on Superstore. You need to because knowing 2021, they're probably going to take it off of Hulu soon. I actually kind of like after we finish it, I want to rewatch it. Like directly, I want to rewatch yeah, it. Because you didn't watch the first episode. So... You don't know how, like, Jonah came across the Superstore and all that? Nope. So, yeah, we totally need to do that. All right. Well. We good? Yeah. What's it, it at? 
What you mean? The hours, what's that? Oh, uh, two hours and 17 minutes. I mean, not as much as your friends, but we'll get there, huh? No, we could get there, but it's just, it's 8.30 already. Yeah, I know, it's late. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is my lovely wife. <laughs> um. She hopefully will be reoccurring. I get her on here like a few more times. She seems to enjoy it. I mean, yeah, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> yes, you are. It's so lame. Mm, but anyway. I have to start fangirling over you. <laughs> <laughs> um, But anyway, yeah, so this is my wife, Victoria Dehart. There you go. <laughs> and um, I deserve that title. She's going to be reoccurring. I'm going to have her on again. Um, So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping the next time we come on, it's for um, Autism Awareness Month because my job is in the lines of uh, working with autistic children. So I hope we can bring that to a podcast one day if your viewers are interested. For sure. Uh, is there anything you want to say before I click it off? No, just goodbye. All right. <laughs> Au revoir. Later.